0: Creating overwhelming urges to buy Nintendo crap since
1: 2005. Infendo Radio is on now.
2: Hello everybody and welcome to Infendo Radio. I'm coming to you live from Colorado. Hello Phantom, we're... I can almost throw a stone at you, but not quite Apparently you're like a few hours north But I'll take it, same state, still cool Um, How the heck are you guys doing today? Uh, Mike, how are you doing this evening?
0: Uh, I'm doing Mm. I'm just just here so I don't get fined
3: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, we'll take it Eugene, what episode
0: episode is this? Did we even say that yet? (laughs)
2: Probably not. I don't know. You know how I do. We'll, we'll, I'll say it at some point. It'll be subliminal messaging. Um, Justin, how the heck are you doing
4: tonight?
3: <sighs> um, I, I'm doing okay, I guess. The whole family has been sick all week, and I've been on my last Lord. nerve for most of it. But, uh, you know, woohoo, go go Infendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll I'm take, drinking we'll coffee. I'll be good in about a half hour. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Shoot, uh steve what's in your cup tonight what are you drinking i am drinking pure water okay
5: Noth- nothing right. fun there but clearly i'm the only one tonight that has any energy <laughs> so it's a good thing i'm hosting Nintendo's. oh god
2: <laughs> uh and uh last but not least lucas how are you doing this evening have you uh recovered from your work day
1: I um I'm in the process of recovering from my work day. Luckily I ate four hundred and thirty M&Ms before coming on this show, so I'm feeling uh
5: ripe <laughs> and ready to go. Boy that sponsorship's Perfect. coming through fast, isn't
1: it? Oh yeah, I'm gonna plug everything <laughs> tonight. It's a colorful uh, world and you need to be a part of it, so get on over to our Patreon. <laughs>
2: <Sorry. got it. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> well, no, speaking of our Patreon, we actually do have a contest tonight, so why don't you tell the fine listeners about it, Lucas?
1: All right, for those of you who are watching us, I don't have any fancy uh, Amiibos to show off, but we are giving away three Amiibos, and we're doing it at the end of the month. We're doing it just like we usually do our contests. All you gots um. to do to win... Yes...
3: The plural of amiibo is amiibo. Oh
1: god. Yeah, I know, but it sounds all like nineteen forties when you say amiibos, like, you know, you know. Anyway, we're giving away amiibos and we're doing it at the end of the month. So get on the Patreon. Guys. Okay, shut up.
4: <laughs> Anybody who
1: is a one dollar patron or more on Patreon dot com slash Infendo Radio will be eligible to win three beautiful Legend of Zelda amiibo. Everybody loves Zelda. It's the best game ever, right? Um, we have Some Pixel Lucas. Link and we have Zelda from Super Smash Brothers. Both of those are unboxed amiibo, but we also have a mint condition, beautiful, pretty, sexy Rider Link amiibo that I don't even have yet, so I kind of want it, but I can't win the contest. And that one is <laughs> still in box. So if you would like to win these three gorgeous amiibo... Head on over to patreon.com, sign yourself and, like five fake accounts up, and get get uh, winning. Okay, Can that's you check? Right, that's try to to right. The yeah, go definitely go check it, out our Patreon poor, you know, just of give us a bucket
2: or two, and that's all it all it takes. We'll send you You're those libos. Um, also, um, we want to get out of the way because we keep forgetting, but we have a lovely, lovely person here in the um, Hunter's Hub with us tonight, and that's Hax. He's our executive producer. Um, we'll talk about him again at the end of the show, but uh, yeah, we just wanted to throw a shout out to him. Thank you for making us, you know, do what we do. It's really appreciated. Uh, really appreciated. Justin's waving. If you can't hear that, we'll, uh, <laughs> I'll amplify the the wind that's coming out of his microphone later on. <laughs>
3: I got some wind to blow on the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> got <it>. Oh, no. God. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the show proper. Um, actually, this week we're going to try something a little different because it's been kind of a light news week. Um, so, Mike is going to lead us in into, I guess, what we're going to call Nintendo um, Roundtable, tentatively. <coughs> but, uh, yeah, Mike, why don't you uh, tell us what we're going to talk about here tonight?
0: Let me get some more water. Hold on, I need to energize. Uh, Oh god, I'm out of key. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Infendo Radio. (laughs) Bye bye So,
0: hello everybody, and welcome to Infendo Roundtable. This is the one and only time we're doing this, because it's going to crash and burn. No, just kidding, it's going to be very well done. And so, (laughs) I've been waiting to do this for a while because... uh. New show segment idea, because we want to be cool and new and fancy. So how this is going to work is we're going to try having one topic per week, um, which we're going to just pick decide beforehand, and it'll be Nintendo-related. And then we will have individual two to three minute, well, three minute max times where we can all talk one by one uninterrupted, no your mom jokes, no uh, pipe smoking, no farting while someone else is talking. Um, I think I covered everybody there. Um, no m M&M chewing, no eating dinner. So they now it's all five of us. And then after we all talk for three minutes apiece, we have a <laughs> 10, 20-minute uh, open floor where we can all talk about each other's opinions and kind of get, I don't know, a nice talk out of it. We're not trying to change anyone's opinions, we're not trying to solve anything, we're just trying to... trying to fill your ear holes with sweet Nintendo music. So, our topic for tonight... is something I got from reading Mike tendo 64s Twitter. By the way, shout out to him. I won his Bayonetta Week contest. Yay! Yay! So, (laughs) what I got from him, and what I thought was a cool topic to talk about, is does porting so many Wii U games to the Switch take away from developing new titles and how many more porch, Porch? <laughs> Do you want a front porch or a back porch? Um, how many more ports <laughs> of Wii U titles should the Switch get? And then, uh, piggybacking off of that, does porting Wii U games to the Switch punish early adopters? So... Yeah. What I feel is we need to... um. <coughs> Acknowledge how well the Switch did inside its own thirteen million uh, unit circle. Like the Switch, well, the Wii U has. Listen, cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my bad.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Uninterrupted, Steve. Uninterrupted. Steve. Uninterrupted.
0: <laughs> we went about thirteen seconds. <laughs>
1: uh, so after a good start, guys.
0: <laughs> so the Switch has. Been getting a lot of Wii U ports. We're getting Donkey Kong. We got Pokémon. We get Mario Kart. We're getting God. We're getting uh, Hyrule Warriors. So needless to say, oh, and Bayonetta. So needless to say, the Switch is kind of getting the best of Wii U collection, which is good because the Wii U had a lot of good, good games to come out. However, you know, with a thirteen million dollar thirteen thirteen million console install base, you uh, have nowhere to go with that. So Nintendo thinks it's a good idea to bring them over to us on the Switch. And honestly, I think it's a good idea that they're doing so, because some of those games, like Pocket Tournament was great, and I wish they would have did more DLC to keep it up to the arcade version, and now we're getting the full version. Um, Do I think we need all these right now? I I don't. I think we should be spacing them out more and making them more, like, maybe a couple a year instead of giving us the entire Wii U backlog at one time. Because I feel like, personally, while I do love what's, what is coming to us, uh, it seems like most of the big games coming to Switch right now are either Wii U titles or games that have been in development for so long that they could have been Wii U titles at one point before they reported to Switch. And I feel like, just taking that time to, like, get it on the user, the interface and program it to work on the new console, I feel like, in doing so, like, Nintendo's... Uh, the internal development teams, like, all of the third-party teams that they have working for them have to take time away from making newer games. Like, maybe we get Bayonetta 3 a bit sooner if we would not have to worry about Bayonetta 1 and 2 coming out to the, the Switch, you know? Maybe we'd get Mario Kart 9 faster if Mario Kart 8 DX didn't take, like, three months to port over. I don't know. But I feel like... Um, we should get a good chunk of the good games, and then but just not right now. And does... It punish early adopters. I'm not sure what Justin meant by that topic but when he goes he can kind of elaborate on that and then when we get to the open discussion I'll chime in again but I feel like um Nintendo is kind of punishing Switch users in a lot of different ways not regarding the Wii U games like my Nintendo um being a clusterfuck for example and um a lack of you know like virtual console and online services so in that aspect I feel like we're being slightly punished but not in terms of Wii U ports and everything. But yeah, that is, I'm trying to cut under three minutes, but yeah, Nintendo needs to give us more Wii U games, but not all at one time. And maybe not the entire fucking Wii U backlog. (laughs) And yeah. Who the fuck keeps playing Zelda in my damn...
3: I think that was your timer. That was was our timer. That's lovely. okay. (laughs) (laughs) How very gentle and delicate... (laughs)
0: uh, Thanks for for the fun timer. I wish I knew that was coming, but yeah. Um, Whoever (laughs) wants to take the four next can have their three minutes. I'll go. You don't need to have all three minutes. You can talk until you're tired, but you you have the four for three minutes. So
5: as far as all these ports and stuff go, I'm loving it. That's one of the cool things that I enjoy about a new console. Well, (coughs) traditionally, what was a new console cycle? I know this isn't really one, but... It kind of is for Nintendo people, because we're going off of the days of the Wii U. We're bringing in the days of the Switch. I love the fact that we're getting all of these new um, Switch games alongside a lot of the old Wii U games that so many people missed, because that console didn't sell very well. Um, It's nice to be getting, you know, like, Minecraft Switch Edition alongside the new Mario game, Mario Odyssey. So, I don't mind it. I want to see more of it. There's a lot of collections that I still want to see come out, like the Darksiders collection. I want to see Darksiders 3 come out, but then alongside it, or even a couple months before it, I want to see Darksiders, uh, like a Darksiders 1 and 2 collection. Um, Kind of like with Bayonetta, where we're getting Bayonetta 3 at some point on the Switch. I love that we just got Bayonetta 1 and 2 on the Switch, so you can get caught up while the next one's in development. Same with Metroid. I would love to see Metroid Prime Trilogy come to Switch, since we know we're getting Metroid uh, Prime 4 at some point. Yes, Justin, I see you. Um, But yeah, so I mean, I'm all for it. I'm all about spending the same money on these games over and over, and I'll continue to do it, because that's just how I am and how I've always been. (laughs) So, and yeah, that wasn't anywhere near three minutes, but there's my
1: piece. Right. Well, I'll I'll jump Pardon in me. then if um we're just kind of taking this one by one. Um, that works. I'll set, speaking, reset the timer for you. Go ahead. All right. Speaking as somebody who and I'm not trying to like money call you out here Steve, but <laughs> oh, you and I you and I we've come from very before. Yeah, you and I come from very different financial situations <laughs> right now. And what might be, like, supporting a developer to you is, like, you know, the game that I'm going to buy this month for me. So, like, there's a lot of games I really like on the Wii U that I would love to have on my Switch. Even, even games that aren't, like, Hyrule Warriors where I feel like I'm losing out on, you know, downloadable space and stuff and, like, running out of, like, losing all the time I put into it. By getting it on a new system. That's that's where I meant to go with that. I guess I'm thinking about my download space because I'm completely out of digital space at the moment. But, um, yeah, like, I can't choose to buy all these games. Like, the only reason I'm able to play Bayonetta is because a friend bought it for me. And, like, you know, that's amazing. But, like, it's gonna be a long time before I get the sequel, because even though it's only like 20 or 30 bucks, like, that's still like, that's 20 or 30 bucks. Like, that could go toward ukulele, that could go toward Mario Tennis, that could go toward a lot of really new, exciting games I haven't played before. Um, And, like, Pockin. I've been playing the Pockin demo for, like, three months now, just because it's a way to play a game I really wanna play on the Switch that, you know, I, I can't really justify purchasing again. So I I don't know if punished is really the right word because, like, it was my choice to buy those games on Wii U. And I think we all kind of knew that the Wii U wouldn't be around for much more than, like, the five or six years or whatever that it was. But, like, I don't know. I personally, I kind of wish that they would move more toward the new stuff. I also understand that that's not really how game development works. Like, you have a separate team for, you know, making these ports and you have a separate team dedicated to making new games but it's just one of those things for me i'd rather see some new content i guess it's the long and short of what i'm trying to say because as much as i love my switch i feel like i'm kind of locked into a bunch of games right now that i already own or that i really never wanted to own in the first place
3: all right (laughs) is that that's 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 me that's my (laughs) opinion
2: That concludes your... your This concludes
3: your
1: regularly scheduled (laughs) Sigma Hour. Alright, I
3: I guess it's down to me unless Eugene wants to jump in first. Hit it, buddy. Alright. First of all, yeah, uh, like Lucas said, I don't think it takes anything away from new games because ports are usually outsourced. They're either sent to a B-team of developers who aren't really doing anything important already or they're sent to a company outside to handle it. And it seems as though the transition from Wii U to Switch, um, hardware software wise seems to be a pretty easy transition to make. So it doesn't seem like there's a lot of work that goes into that. Uh, but, um, I also have to agree with Lucas on the financial situation here. Cause you know, like Hyrule Warriors, you brought up Hyrule Warriors. Um, Hyrule Warriors and Donkey Kong Country especially, because Donkey Kong Country is coming out with almost nothing added to it. But I've put several hours into it. I've gotten maybe about a third to halfway through the game on the Wii U. And the reason I haven't finished the game is because it's not really convenient to play. The Switch is so much more convenient. I like the idea of having these games coming out on the Switch, but I don't want to lose all the progress I've put put into these games already. I don't want to have to pay full price for these games again. Um, they really should be coming out at budget prices—forty um, dollars at you know at the most, I think, for some of these. Because you're really not redeveloping the game; you're just putting stuff out there that already existed. Well, um, uh, let's see. There's another part to this question. Uh, there's, is it taking away from somebody? Somebody chime in here. T- is it taking away from development? Um, punishing people who bought the games on Wii U? How many? What was the third por- part? How many more ports should the Wii? Uh, should the Switch be getting from the Wii U? Oh. I mean, I'm not, I'm not against the the ports. I think it's important that Nintendo say, "Hey, look at all these great games that we made for the Wii U that you guys missed out on. We're bringing them to you now." I don't think it's ever a bad thing to get more games. Um, even if they are old games, I think it's since Nintendo has such a devoted fan base who buy all their shit anyway. It is kind of a, you know, knife to the back to like, hey, we know you spent sixty bucks on this game three years ago, but if you want to play it on the go, pay us another sixty bucks and play through the game all over again. But, um, I mean, I think we all want to see Smash. Come to the Switch. I think we would all plunk down the money to have Smash on the Switch. Um. I don't know how I feel about Metroid Prime, but yeah, I mean, more games isn't a bad thing, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fair
2: that enough. That was my timer, right? Well, all right. Well, I guess that means I am up. So I don't know that I'll be able to fill the timer on this. I I just. I I um I I'm of two minds here. I I, I kind of can see where Lucas is coming from, in the fact that I don't want to be buying all these games again that I already have. Like I like for example, with Bayonetta was just free on the the Xbox Live like Games with Gold just a couple of months ago. So I have that like on multiple platforms. I have Bayonetta two already on the Wii U if I really wanted to dig that up. So I don't know that I would you know gonna necessarily um. Repurchase this game But then again on the other hand Like I did repurchase Mario Kart And if Smash were to come out I definitely would probably repurchase that So I guess it just kind of goes on a game by game basis Like it whether it's uh, worth it to me monetarily And you know otherwise um, uh, With that said I do w- w- want to see a lot of these um, Games that are coming out um, On the that are going to be ported. I want to see them have some kind of extra functionality. I think that you had mentioned that Justin that a lot of these games are just coming out like kind of as is, right? And like like you said the um I I've already put in my time with um you know Donkey Kong and I've already put like 20 hours into that game. I'm so close from like 100 percenting in it like and there's no way to transfer my files over to the Switch so like I just don't know if that like a game like that is something I'm willing to repurchase again and on the same token have to start over again from scratch. So there's a lot of dynamics to it. Um, like like I said, I guess I would take it on a case by case basis. But um, to to Mike's question, I think um, you had posed in the group me that um, does this take away from developing other game developing other games? Um, I think Lucas touched on this. A lot of the, these ports are actually coming from like dedicated port houses. So. I would hope that Nintendo isn't, like, making Miyamoto, like, port over all these damn Wii U games, you know? Like, hopefully he's on to, like, bigger and better things, but, you know, you never know, so. But, yeah, that's really my take on that topic. So, um, Mike, I guess we'll throw it back to you, and then we can open up the floor to the general discussion as I think how it's going to go, Yeah.
0: Yeah, sure, I'll take a few more minutes. Um, I also love, I want to point out that I love how I was right, and Justin and I both went to the entire timer length, and exactly how I thought it was going to happen. yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> We all knew I didn't expect totally to fill bad. the timer. To be honest with you. <laughs> well, anyway, um, yeah, some closing thoughts on my end here. Like, um, with the whole like punishing people who bought the games on Wii U. Y- yeah, I think they are in the fact that um, like you all you all been saying, like there's not a lot being added to them. Like Mario Kart has some additions. Donkey Kong has like piss additions. Um, Paken is not technically getting additions, it's getting a full game, finally. Uh, like, I don't know. Like, like the main party, first party games, like, I feel like those can be more, even f- more betterly handled. But, like, the third party games, like Shantae and Shovel Knight, like, well, those don't fucking matter. Like, they're they're gonna come out and everything anyway. But, um, mm-hmm. I wanna, I, I wanna open up to the general discussion with the, um, with the idea of, with another question I'm gonna pose, which is, okay... Maybe they don't take away from developing like the main games and stuff, but how do we feel more about the ratio of ports to new games coming out? Then, like, we have so many ports coming out that we know about, and we have Kirby Star Allies coming out. We have Yoshi coming out eventually. Bayonetta three. Like, we don't know a lot of new Switch only or Switch new games coming out, but we have so many ports coming out. Like, do we feel like the ratio could be a bit more um, spread out or more equal, or maybe so, leaning yeah, more definitely. for the Switch games? I mean-
2: for, for sure, like I'd like brand new games opposed to ports, but you know, like I'll take the ports too because it, it may be like the general audience. Um, I, I mean, I think we're a little bit abo- above the general audience where we have multiple consoles. We probably played a lot of these ports, but not a lot of people have that, are, that have the Switch, you know what I mean? So I think yeah. it's important that, well, maybe not so important, but I think it's great that, you know, some of these t- people that have never had a Wii U are gonna, you know, have the chance to play Bayonetta 2 for the first time, you know?
1: And I think that brings up a good idea, or a good point, too, about, like, because, I mean, we all have a vested interest in Nintendo doing well, both as fans and as people who now podcast about them every week. Um, and <laughs> right. I, I feel like there's kind of a fine line there between what's best for the company and what's best for us individually as gamers, because, personally, I would rather see more, you know, new games coming out. Like, all the ports, I, I my eyes gloss over when I go to the eShop. And I don't see anything interesting for, like, the fifth straight week, you know? But you're right. I mean, the Wii U install base was less, or is less now than the Switch um, install base. The Switch is now,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Like,
0: yeah, um, exactly.
1: Like, so, um, like, I mean, as a company, I think it's good for Nintendo. You know, just personally, I really want some new content.
4: <laughs> yeah. really I really I, I feel like, I think um, the reason...
3: Go ahead. Well, I think the reason this is such a discussion now, because I know uh, like a lot of people saying, "Oh well, they they do this all the time. They did it with the PS3 and 360. They did it with the PS4 and Xbox One. You know." This, uh, but Nintendo doesn't do this. I mean, Nintendo will re-release games, but it's usually after like a decade or something like that when a new generation is discovering it. It's like the Disney Vault. They're like we're yeah, not going right. to, yeah. Back when like Ocarina of time, this Master is such a new- was, like like a big like deal to come out with, you know.
4: Right, yeah, right. this is
3: something new for Nintendo people to deal with, to be like, I just bought this game three years ago, and here it is again. And like uh, like Eugene was saying, it's kind of feast or famine as to whether these ports are even worth it. You get you get ports like Pokken and Hyrule Warriors, and there was one other that I was thinking of that I've forgotten, where they really just dump a lot of new stuff into the game where, you know... If you even if you got it the first time around, there's still plenty of new stuff for you to explore, and then it's a little easier to justify buying the game again. But in the same breath, they announced Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze and the game and the system launched with Mario Kart 8, which are pretty much just straight. Ports with can, almost nothing added.
1: Can I counterpoint the s- you on a bunch of things there? And I know Steve is going to bring up that Funky Kong is a playable character in Tropical Freeze, <laughs> and I no, makes Funky that. Funky that. Oh, Not really? at all. I've got
5: I've got completely separate points that I'm going to make. I'm oh. just waiting for a sec. But go ahead. Well,
1: oh, okay. Sorry. I am sorry. I assumed your uh, your podcast information.
4: Actually, F- Funky no, no, no. Kong
5: Fu- is a new feature. <laughs> no, Funky but, um, Kong is about as new feature as uh, King Boo in Mario Kart. It's a scam. <laughs> it's an easy right. money. The,
1: the the point that I was going to make was even in the games that you used as examples of bringing new content, Hyrule Warriors isn't bringing new content if you played both games. It's merging that content together, and that is valuable. But to me, that's definitely not full price new game valuable.
3: Well, um, I mean, to me, to me, it it kind of is because that's twenty twenty five dollars worth of content that I've been debating on getting for years and now See, i can and, but yeah. yeah
4: that's
1: that's understandable for me that's like 25 dollars worth of content that i already bought on top of a game like you know and like i put i mean when you think about buying both games which uh wii u and a ds game would come to like a 100 bucks i guess and then like which the i didn't two, do like 20 dollar so. Okay, well rough rough estimating it. And then like the two like twenty dollar season pass DLCs or whatever that came out at the time. Like I'm looking at like hundred and thirty, a hundred and forty bucks just in <laughs> Hyrule Warriors. I don't wanna drop another sixty bucks and make it an even two hundred, you know?
3: Like especially the iron-
1: since for me there's no new content at all.
3: The irony is you just basically described my relationship with Smash. I bought it on the Wii yeah. U, I bought it on the 3DS. Yeah. I bought at least Ugh. half of the additional characters. Anyway, Steve, you were you oh. you were going to Say something yes, with Lucas like, is can done. It, <laughs> can I just
1: make one more point before we move on to Steve? I'm sorry. Um you're fine. but going to back going back to Pockin, um that game has new content. But it's all stuff you have to pay for on top of the full price game, which well, no, also kind of turns me f- The full
3: me off. price game already has twice as much content as the original Wii U game. However, so.
0: it's a thirty dollars uh. fucking like DLC pack, though, like it's a season pass, and like there's so far like there's nothing justifying the thirty dollars. It's like it's like um, Dragon Ball Fighter, especially the game we don't have yet, but like the game is like forty bucks or whatever, and like the fucking the season pass is like thirty and like that's fucking absurd.
1: But anyway, Steve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so,
5: I'm noticing a common theme as I listen to you guys. Um, there's three well, points well, I'm Nintendo make. fanboys.
3: Uh, well, okay, so <laughs> there's four videos.
5: points I'm noticing then. Um, <clears throat> the first one is price. Price seems to be the biggest hang up that most of us are having yeah. with this debate. Mm-hmm. Um, traditionally, with what I've observed in the other consoles, generally when they do these re-releases, it is forty dollars if they're upraising a game or sixty dollars if they're giving you the, like the game plus all the DLC and maybe a slight bump in texture. Um, I think Nintendo needs to follow that. I think that most of these ports that are coming out, like, for instance, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition or Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, where they're not necessarily getting new content that hasn't been out before besides Funky Kong, I think those need to be $40 games if they're going to release them on the current generation of hardware, if they were going to follow their competitors' examples. Um, The second thing I'm noticing that everybody's saying is none of these games have added functionality. And that's generally, if they wanted to charge full price for a game, they generally need to give you some sort of an added incentive. To, because you're basically buying a game you've already had before, but they're not giving us any added incentives, so why should we pay a full $60 for it? Um, right. And the third thing I'm noticing is if you can transfer the data, that seems to completely change the argument. Take Minecraft, for example. Right. I had no problem buying Minecraft on Switch because I knew it eventually I was going to be able to transfer my Wii U stuff. Um, yeah. Same same between PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4, the exact same thing. Even I had a harder time purchasing Shovel Knight again because I had played the game several times before and I knew I was getting no extra content. I just wanted it on my current system. Yeah. But when you when you can transfer your data between games, that seems to be so much more valuable of a reason to get that game.
4: Yeah,
1: and it's I really something with like 300 hours worth of Hyrule Warriors data onto my, right. you know, onto my yeah. Switch. I was It'd just going to no say that cuz I freaking <clears throat> love that game enough to well, put 300 hours into it. I just don't well, yeah, want to and do and that's it my again. thing is,
3: you know, it, it, like I played through the full story of Hyrule Warriors. I don't really want to do it again. Again. But yeah, but I want to But I want to have that in a far more convenient package. I want to have all the DLC that I didn't want to, you know, get before. All the 3DS stuff that I missed out on. Like, it's... Yeah, that's really something that Nintendo needs to nail down. And it's something that I had hoped they would have worked out when they had the partnership with DNA. Because this is something DNA does. They work between different types of hardware with you know, getting your, you know, the communication between stuff. And I, I'm i just really disappointed, not surprised, mind you, but disappointed that Nintendo hasn't um, gotten this save transfer, purchase transfer, you know, all that stuff worked out. And I'm hoping that when the Nintendo account system finally goes live later this year, that that's going to be part of it. Otherwise, I mean, we're going to be sitting here bitching for another hour. Well, Minecraft God was able to us. do it between...
5: Minecraft was able to do it between two systems on two separate architectures. They were able to take your entire your right. entire save and transfer it over. Um, Diablo 3, from what I understand, you can transfer characters between consoles or between PC yeah. through their through the Blizzard account. I mean, there's ways right. to do it, yeah. and let's, I know that Nintendo's new at this, but...
1: Let's be real. Nintendo has an advantage in this, because it's their games, and it's their system. I mean, right. yeah. like, like they they own, like, every bit of this, you know? If they wanted to find out a way to do data transfer, they could do it. They could release updates to their game, and updates to their system, and make it work, you know? It's just a matter of, I guess, resources, time, energy, money. Right.
0: Yeah, Yeah. effort. Desire.
3: <laughs>
2: well, yeah, to exactly. And right we all have to learn things. how to handle online
0: stuff, because we all know Nintendo, Nintendo knows online, like Steve knows tech support. Like, like,
4: like how knows Mike knows MMMs. golf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it
1: all sounds right. like the dawn of a new day. <laughs> it sure <laughs> does.
2: Well, awesome. I think that round eight roll discussion worked out pretty well. So that is it for it, though. Um... It, let us know how you thought about it in, in Twitter or leave us a review or whatever. Talk to us about it in Patreon. But yeah, worked out pretty well in my opinion. So with that, we are going to take a little break and we're going to be right back and let Steve set up for in Nintendo Tunes.
1: Nintendo Tunes. And
5: welcome back to Infendo Radio, everybody. We are going to play Nintendo Tunes. For those of you who haven't played this with us before, it's a fun little game where I bring music and I make these guys try and guess it. Um,
3: so i got my scorecard up.
5: Oh yeah, that would be a good thing. Tonight, unfortunately, I didn't have a theme. Oh wait, yeah I did. It was, let's see how little work I can do on Nintendo this week. <laughs>
3: because it's and been my busy.
5: Theme. So, um, yeah, are you ready Justin or do you need me to give you a sec?
3: Um, I can, I just gotta reset all okay. the counters to zero, you can start.
0: No, no, oh, give, me, like, give me two points, we'll, let's go with that, let's we'll see what happens. Oh, Mike <laughs> wants to start with
3: two points. I
5: was gonna say, I'm not giving Mike extra points this time.
4: <laughs>
0: that sounds like this a is... very foreshadowing kind of thing, why? Because you're not going to need them.
5: Okay, oh, so here we go. <laughs>
3: Look Steve's face.
5: Oh, yeah, that
0: too. Is this your game or the Patreon game? Uh, this one is one of mine. Ukulele?
1: Is this Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze or Donkey Kong Country Returns?
0: No to all three of those. <laughs> is
1: this Snake pass?
0: No. Oh. Is this, like, one of those fucking, like, uh... Stardew Valley kind of games. Uh, what did you say, Mike? Stardew Valley. It's not Stardew Valley.
5: I'm going to play another track before I give a, before I start giving clues. Mainly
3: because I need to log into my other... People are just blurting out random nonsense
4: without...
3: <laughs> i
1: can't blurting out games that were made by freaking Donkey Kong people.
0: <laughs> blurting out <laughs> random nonsense without hearing a song? Sounds like a Justin thing to do, doesn't it?
1: Is that a cat? I heard a cat. Is this Animal Crossing? Is this one of the Animal Crossings? New Leaf. It this is this like Wild not Animal
5: Crossing? Is this like Aqua Kitty, that new game on the Switch? Aqua Kitty or whatever. It is not. Space. Cats? Your first hint. No. Your first hint is this. Is a Nintendo now, 3DS game.
2: Oh, it is, is. Nintendo plus cats.
1: Space is. Kitty and her
4: pal on rails.
1: Is this no. like Hello Kitty Racing? Is this like a Monster Hunter game
0: with all the
5: palicodes and stuff? No, but I knew one either you or Lucas was gonna say that. Eugene, did it's you have a stroke, stroke default, a minute ago? Is it? It's not.
2: It's not Bravely default. Or Bravely, bravely
5: second. Doesn't say it would have to be Bravely second in- if it was a Bravely, but it's not. Is it is it Hello Kitty Racing? I don't know if you heard me. It's not, but it is a racing game. It awesome. Is, is it
3: Garfield Racing?
1: It is
5: Garfield Racing, Justin. Damn! What (laughs)
1: the fuck is that? You're gonna do a a reverse revenge. I almost
3: said reverse racism. A reverse revenge on me. A reverse revenge on you? I I can't believe they actually used cat sound effects for a Garfield game, considering none of the animals in Garfield actually sound like animals. Alright,
5: well, this next one is going to go very quick, so get your buzzers ready. This comes Shupple to man, us from... Three. You can't Shred guess up, before I start. <laughs> this one comes from Jay-Z Beast. Oh.
1: Oh god, uh, what did I do? Breath sh- sh- of Fire or something. Did
0: you board now, it? Wild? Breath of the. Wild. NBA Playgrounds. Mike oh, got it. An NBA playground. Oh,
2: score. motherfucker. I want you to know
5: he put that in specifically <clears throat> for him. So, and then give me That's just like a That's the only
1: song in the fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is.
5: Sorry, give me just a sec cause I think I may have lost a listener suggestion.
4: And it's been a real cause. Merle Kerr. Merle Kerr. Merle
0: <laughs> and that random white boy rap in the middle is like Yo, it's b-boy, baller, triple,
1: flat oh, no! Like are <clears throat> good, I have it
5: in my folder. twice If you All would right.
1: like to ensure that your suggestions Do not get deleted in the future Please back up to the cloud <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Alright, so here is game three Is this a Steve? This is a meat pick, yep.
2: Can nice you turn it bit. down a little bit?
5: Turn it down a little bit. There's a hair. How's that volume-wise? Okay. A little bit
3: too <laughs> low. How about that? <laughs> like Goldilocks, find that happy medium here.
2: I'm guessing it's a Game Boy Advance game.
3: It's not. How's okay. the volume? Great. is this like Mega
2: Man Battle
4: Network? No. Yo, no. Whoa! Whoa! This,
2: is this a like Killer game? Instinct.
5: What did you say, Eugene?
2: Killer Instinct?
5: It's not. What did you say, Lucas?
2: I just have better to luck next time. time.
5: It's not a racing game.
2: Better luck next time. It's a fighting game. You <laughs> got better luck next no. time No,
5: it, it's not better luck next time game. It, is sorry, it's, it's not better luck next time, time or a big fighting big game. Big is big it big Jack? It's not Shop right. I, I,
3: like I, 2. I, I I need a hint because Or
1: another song.
5: These all sound like good guesses and <laughs> let's gonna get let's get you another song and a hint. This one is Is this like Rhythm Heaven? It's not Rhythm Heaven. It is kind of a rhythm game. Well, rhythm no, fever? It's, not. it's like a rhythm game, but it's not. It is a DS game,
3: not, by the way. It is a 3D. Not
5: for DS. I don't know. Maybe they did a finger thing like it would be hard. They they did. Well, it's not a dance dance revolution thing. It's a shooter
0: slash rhythm game. What? Is it like a Toho game shooter? or something? Is it like a? It's not harmonite. No harmonite three. Yeah. Is it like Ho-Ho or whatever? No.
5: This game is a continuation of a series that started on. File that was on Atari. I'm not gonna say it started on, but the original game in the series was on Atari. Asteroids? Atari? No. Oh,
4: is this Space Invaders? Uh, Bucky's
5: gonna be my <sighs> guess. Yes, I'm gonna give it to Eugene. Space Invaders Extreme yeah. 2.
0: <sighs> I was gonna say Space Invaders. What the fuck else started on Atari? But I was like, <laughs> no, it can't be. <laughs> So yeah, as sh-
3: soon as he said Asteroids was wrong, I'm like, wait, there's another shooter. Space it! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> so well, what's if it wasn't that, at? it could
2: have been Arkanoid.
0: Yeah.
3: Eugene 2, well, I me love 1. Arkanoid. It's not really Shooter. No, I think that's my first one. I, that's my first uh, one. Mike, Eugene, and I are tied at one. Oh,
0: yeah, Garfield. This motherfucker got Garfield.
5: <clears throat> <laughs> Alright, well, here is a listener request
0: from Phantom.
2: Very nice. Uh, RPG, guessing.
0: Tales of Fantasia. <laughs> Are you playing something? Yeah. Hmm.
2: Sounds like an RPG battle theme of some sort.
3: It's not an RPG. Wait. Battle theme, but doesn't sound You're like an You're a liar. Plan. It's not what an RPG. my darkest dungeon, yes.
5: Wow. Wait. Novels. Turn it up a little bit for me.
1: Yeah.
5: Yeah, it's not an RPG, it's an action game.
3: Uh. Uh. This isn't Bayonetta, is it?
0: It's not. This is a phantom
5: game? No, it's a phantom suggestion, not a phantom game. That's what I meant, (laughs) Fritz. Fuck
2: you. You're not wrong. That
5: one game Phantom (laughs) made
3: is pretty good. I like it better when you're quiet.
5: It's not a game that Phantom necessarily would have played, but wait, it is a wait, game that Phantom suggested. Oh, Mike's having a seizure.
2: <laughs> I want to say Room Dark Night Souls, Sky. but I know it's not Dark Souls.
5: Not Dark Souls. What'd you say, Mike? Room in a Night Sky. This is that one... Um, It's the city level. I don't know. It's the sinister theme, but it is Room in the Night Sky. Oh, my God. I warned you guys that it was going to be a very Mike... Nintendo. Yeah, can we stop gift wrapping? I feel like
1: that was the one song in the game that I wouldn't pick up immediately. I don't
0: know. I've never played yeah. that game. Well, play another track. Let's see if I, let's see if Lucas would have got it. Now I'm curious because I want to see if... Okay, hang on. Yeah, play another track. I want to see if I'll no... get it.
3: There's
1: no there's no, uh, there's no, no unbiased way to do this now. Because I'll get hear it, I'll go, yep, that sounds no, like true. a track no, not, I
3: would know.
1: Yep, that sounds like a track I would no,
3: no, no, that's true. I got
2: it. Yeah, no, no, that's
4: true. For sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, <laughs> so that means Mikey, and and I are tied, friend. and Lucas has won. Oh,
4: <laughs> jeez. <laughs>
3: Play the next round, damn
5: it. (laughs) Alright, this one comes to us from Corky Dog, by the way. Sounds cool. Sorry, did I miss a guess?
0: Oh shit, I know this.
2: I know, right? This actually does sound familiar.
0: (laughs) Wait a minute. We've played this game before. Lucas, I can't hear you.
1: Killer... Can you hear me now?
5: Yes, I can. Yes.
1: I said Killer Instinct, and before that I said Conan the Barbarian. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no and no.
1: Wait. <laughs> Alright.
5: This is a much newer game.
2: It sounds like... Is this Perfect Dark on the Game Boy Advance or something?
0: It's not. That doesn't exist. No, we played this ge- we've played this game on Nintendo before, haven't we? We have. I swear this is fucking oh, familiar. Oh, is this... Wait...
4: Trauma center? I really this like this song,
1: that's yeah, why I don't That's what I was it. gonna say. It's trauma center. It's not. Oh I, that's a good game. I wish I
3: picked those more That was actually just a joke I the beeping, but you yeah, know, if I shot it totally that's why I was thinking
1: way. it was trauma center. Is it uh, <laughs> Zero Escape Virtues Last Reward? No. <laughs> Is it right, one can of the zero runner? escapes?
0: <laughs> no. I know I I know I haven't played. Zero Escape. No, I we I can't have a genre. Seen, Can we have something?
3: Throw us a bone here.
5: Yeah, genre is Metroidvania. Axiom Verge. Axiom Verge. If it is. Mike got it first.
3: Oh, balls.
5: Can we he stop
3: having then... Axiom Verge every episode, please? <laughs> hey, that was listener. Don't blame me. The minute he said love-
0: newer and then Metroidvania, I'm like, oh, it's fucking Axiom Verge. Of course it is. <laughs> We love I don't even
3: kids. play Metroidvania games most of the time unless it's actually Metroid, but I'm sick of I Axiom, know it's Verge. Axiom Verge. I've never played it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what are the scores actually at, Justin? Uh, Eugene and I are tied for one, Mike has three. Okay, so Mike
2: kind of week.
0: Yeah, of course, the week after I fucking send out the Nintendo's helmet to Lucas. I'm gonna win the <laughs> fucking
1: show <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you the tie
5: <laughs> Alright So this one's gonna be My, re- my game
1: Doom? Metroid Prime one, two, three.
5: No and no And no
1: Is this Breath of the Wild Or Twilight Princess? No it's not
2: is this a Metroid game?
5: Yes. There's Metroid... Return return of Samus, Samus Returns. No, Zero yes. Mission. Justin got it, it was Samus Returns. Fuck. Although I'm disappointed that you would think it was Return of
3: Samus. I know, they don't even well, share a song. They do too, They <laughs> that first song when you get off the ship.
5: Oh, that's in, that's in the credits?
3: No, the the one when you first, like, going down into the... Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that Like, the only actual melody in the original Game Boy game. Yeah.
5: Okay, so here's round seven, and this one is one of mine. I love the look on your guys' faces right now, by the way. No, it's not... What did he say? Animal Crossing. Tetris Attack? No. This is pretty mellow yeah. for
0: Tetris Attack. <laughs> no, not really. No, not.
2: It sounds like it might yeah. be like Ren and Stimpy or like some Nickelodeon game.
5: You're... Can you tell me which game, Eugene? Your, your poker face know. sucks, Steve. <laughs> Wait, is it Ren and Stimpy, really? Is it fucking like some... It wolf? is. You it fucking is. Oh, then come idiots.
0: on! Idiots. That's yeah, some Eugene <laughs> got it. That's some cockamamie <laughs> bullshit, dude. You pulled that out How? just for Eugene. No, I pulled Wait, I said Vidiots before buying. I did?
5: No, he said Ren and Stimpy, you said Vidiots, so
3: I guess you guys share a point.
2: What's a Vidiot?
3: That's one of the Ren and Stimpy games. Vidiots, actually, but...
2: I mean, I, I can see not if you say Metroid and then you're not giving it for the last one, but come on, Ren and Stimpy, and not give, as long as I get a shared point, I'm cool with that.
4: Like
5: I said, you get a shared point. And I pulled that because I've been buying a bunch of Ren and Stimpy stuff lately.
2: Interesting.
3: Okay, so this next God, one Steve, comes... you're living more in the 90s than us old folk. I know, right? <laughs> this next one comes
5: from Minus.
2: Oh, God. An RPG. Yeah. Too quiet. Definitely a fucking RPG.
1: No.
3: <laughs> is this? Dark what are you complaining Ascension? about? You actually play RPGs. No. No, it's not dark. That's Ascension. true.
2: But there's like a million RPGs. Like I can't play all of them. Nobody can.
3: Sure you can. And yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know not what it fest- is, but I like it.
4: Okay, Tales of
3: Final Fantasy Warrior Chronicles. Uh, you forgot
4: Symphonia <laughs>
3: in there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, there's Tales of.
5: Oh, okay. I made sure I said okay. Tales of. Um, so Is this, this like Dragon Quest Builders? No, it's not. Good God. It it. So it doesn't say it's an RPG. It says it's an action adventure. It's also RPG. a Super Nintendo game. No, I'm not gonna get this little. one. Turn it up a little, yeah.
2: Whatever it is, it sounds cool.
5: Yeah, I like the soundtrack. Yeah.
2: Um. So it's an RPG. It came out on the Super Nintendo. It's what well,
5: I don't, got, I don't know if it's RPG, got any RPG elements adventure. to it. It's an action adventure.
2: Oh, okay. Sorry. Um. Is it a Capcom game or a Square game?
3: It's not an RPG, Eugene. Stop trying to make it happen. Said <laughs> published by
2: Kodansha. Oh, that classic developer.
3: <laughs> yeah. Don't you love the Super <laughs> Nintendo? <laughs> Kodansha. Unfortunately, really I really don't have any. classic games as Badoink Doink and... Lob-a-lobble. It is. Ba- it is based
5: on a manga, though.
1: Evangelion. You say it's based on a
3: manga. Yes. I'm back in the it. game.
1: <laughs> I will
3: recognize this comic book by the music. I might be able to guess this. It's a
1: Super Nintendo. You said. Is it a Super Nintendo it game is. that's based on a manga? It's not yeah. Area yeah. Eight. It. It's not Area Eight. Dead.
4: Dead. <laughs> sleep. It's
1: not Area 88. And <laughs> uh, I can't. Is it, is it Fist of the Most Star? Is it? Uh... No. Trying to think of really old
3: like. Rambo one half. No. Is it? it sounds like Rambo. I don't fucking know. Dragon I'm Ball Z. Japanese things. No. Dragon Ball. No. No.
1: Did another
5: song? Did I play this one already?
3: I don't know, but mm-hmm. I going say, maybe. <laughs> is, it, is,
0: it, is it Titanic, the manga?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I want to figure this out.
5: Okay, well, how about I start dropping hints? Says, yeah, give it to me, give it to me. Written by Clamp, hang on. Oh, I got a group chat because they're... Published by Kodansha. It says English Tokyo Pop. Oh, English Publisher, Tokyo Pop Dark Horse. Uh, Demographic is Shoujo. Magazine Nakayoshi. English was Mixed Sign. Original run November of 93 to April of 96. There were six volumes in it.
0: All this sea written Japanese is going in the outtakes. Yes. <laughs> yes.
4: Sojo,
1: which means that it's aimed for girls. Sailor Moon. My- no. Ooh. That was a good guess. Damn it!
4: Ghost of the Shell. Um. um Minus,
1: feel free
5: to give me some hints to use with these guys, or to use for these guys.
2: I think he's popping them I- in our group chat. On the hang-out. yeah, I
3: closed the group chat because. Oh okay. Um. I thought it was cheating to see what. They so
5: were it says, it does not have Avla in the name. It's a turn-based RPG with swords, magic, and lots of women.
2: Did I say Evangelion?
5: Uh, I think did you did. Did we say but it's Japanese?
3: <laughs> you guys uh, Oh my
4: God! Like is that Gundam one? Of, is
3: that's, it? that's
2: that's not a What? It that's it. One <laughs> yeah. what? I, I give up. I don't. I got nothing. Same-looking <laughs> okay. battle, yeah, like
3: my. So it's like. Uh, um what do they call? It? Isometric view.
1: Oh wait, wait. Oh, what is that called? If it's that I'm gonna be really pissed off. Um
4: <laughs> Oh
1: god, I know this, but I don't know this. I don't know if it's the same one. It can't
0: <laughs> be. Yes. No, because there's it, Lucas, swords say it. and magic, that wouldn't be the same way.
3: Say it, Lucas. <laughs> just say it. I don't know. Minus is minus is egging you on, come on. No, I actually yep. I don't
1: even know the name of it. That's why I was so frustrated. But it's not that. Okay, guys, that like a are, you to, are you ready for yeah, me to?
3: Are you ready for me? Yeah,
4: give, give it, up? it to
5: me. Yeah. It's, called, it me. Ma- it's called Magic Knight Ray Earth. Oh, heard of it. What Oh, the that one. Next round.
2: Ma- wait, what did you say? What you said again?
5: Magic Knight Ray Earth. You've
2: gotta be shitting me. Never heard of that.
5: Nope. Thanks, minus. Ma- Neither had I went Leaving to, me over to here. find stuff for that.
2: I'm going I'm I'm googling it right now. Oh, actually. Oh. Snazzy, if oh, you are like listening, Saturn, it's like please, a Saturn port.
3: Please contribute some uh, suggestions to Nintendo one of these weeks cuz I need a bone here. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. Actually, uh, this
2: game kind of looks right up my alley. I'm not even going to lie. Damn well, it. Minus.
5: Boot up the emulator, Eugene. <laughs> You're right. All right. W'e ready for the next one.
2: Give it to me. Okay. This one's I you, know right?
1: This- Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Donkey Kong Country Returns. Fuck off. Wait, ukulele. No. It's ukulele. It's ukulele.
4: Yep. It's ukulele. It's ukulele.
1: <laughs> I listen to this
4: soundtrack all the time. That was yes, worth it just
5: for the
0: reaction. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, when, say. Lugus, when Lucas said Donkey Kong and your eyes lit up. I was like, if you play this every fucking week, you're on. I <laughs> swear to God, <laughs> to you
4: so highly.
0: I've actually
5: had this on my list for the last three weeks, and I haven't gotten <laughs> around pretty to playing sure it. This is
4: like the
2: sure only song that I played the last time, though. Or somebody yeah. did. I think maybe so. I did. I think
5: someone did. Oh, I don't God. remember. I don't. I don't Those pay attention in intent tunes. I generally lose. I just found okay, well, out that uh, David Wise point. contributed. So was
3: that a David Wise track? Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. I think so actually, because I, I thought it was all Grant Kirkhope, but I just recently found out David no, Wise. No, David did Wise, it, you
5: know. Grant Kirkhope, and there was a third one that did it. David, which no, which is Ro- why uh, I guess Pass
1: earlier because that was also the yeah. name that David Wise produced music for.
5: Uh, Grant, Kirkhope, David Wise, and Steve Burke were the three that
3: Steve did it. Burke is, but yeah, that definitely sounded a score like a David update? Wise track. Yeah.
0: What, Mike? Score update. What's the What's oh, yeah. the line? Uh,
3: well, Lucas just put himself on the board, uh, followed by e- Eugene at two, and you and I are tied at three. Mike and I are tied at three. For those listening at home.
0: <laughs> did Did How Lucas tough? go bye bye? Lucas? Uh,
3: Lucas. I'm
1: here. I'm here. The point okay. was for oh, okay. me to be kind of inconspicuous so you guys could keep playing and <laughs> I could pop back oh. in, but that <laughs> well, clearly early. didn't work. Well, no. you were
3: conspicuously <laughs> absent, so no, it didn't work. <laughs> we'll,
5: we'll, cont- we'll conspicuously slide this into the outtakes, right, Eugene?
3: Conspicuously slide into <laughs> we'll, your mom.
2: We'll, easy! Let's go move on <laughs> to the next track
3: ghost trick it's ghost trick it's ghost
1: trick ghost trick ghost trick ghost trick it's not
3: <laughs> it is <laughs> is it a jackal uh, it's a jackal it's a jackal isn't it is it a jackal it's, it's a jackal, jackal. Ghost trick.
0: <laughs> it's black panther
3: <laughs> is this phoenix right
5: no is this one of your games Um, uh, this one was brought to us by hacks
1: I, is I, don't this, know, I, didn't I missed pull the, it from the, answer. the Ghost ghost Steve. Soundtrack?
3: Is this, Steve, is this yours or a Patreon? You cut this out. This is Hans. Okay.
2: How about another track?
3: Hack some counting on you, buddy. <laughs> Give me something I can work with.
5: I actually see Eugene getting this point.
0: <clears throat> I hate when you see do Eugene that. Eugene getting, getting this, this point. It's obvious Eugene game.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> is this.
5: So there's your first hand. I see Eugene getting this point.
4: Is this it Fantasy sounds,
5: Star? It sounds like Kirby. It is. It's Fantasy it's Star. I
4: was gonna oh, say, which one? Who <laughs> am I gonna point <laughs> <now>? I don't <laughs> know what Fantasy Star,
5: star is. I don't Online. know. Can somebody tell me for a bonus point? Online 2.
1: It's fan- Fantasy no.
5: Star Online. It sounds like. The, I, it
2: sounds
0: like the... What did you say, Mike? No, no, don't get it. Yeah, I'm fucking right. I can't do that. Is that even a thing? What did you say? I didn't hear you. Is it is it like a is it like a 3ds game or something? Uh, like is it like yeah. a ds ds Yeah. yeah. Fantasy <laughs> Star HD
3: Turbo
5: Remix. Super. The full <laughs> title for that one was Fantasy Star Online
3: Zero.
4: Okay. Very nice.
3: Is that describing the game or the person who guessed it? <laughs> oh, that's mean. <laughs> and that was our last Patreon suggestion. I had Style. to make sure that He's I lost. insulted Eugene with that and not <coughs> Hacks, so I had to be very careful how I worded it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> me and, fa- and Hacks have that Fantasy Star
0: collection. So are we sharing a point then, or what the fuck? How's that working?
5: Yeah, I'm gonna give you the point because you guessed DS. I don't. So you, I, you, and Eugene I both.
0: I will only take that point if it comes down to me and Justin having to do a tiebreaker. Because
3: well, right <laughs> now the three win. of us are tied. Okay. And Lucas is taking up the Steve position. <laughs>
5: Someone's got to take up my role while I'm not there. So okay. So here's our next game.
4: Ghosts are
3: t- left. Finding Nemo No Echo
5: the Dolphin No Is this like Aquatica Nope Endless Ocean Nope
0: Is it a video game (laughs) It is (laughs) (laughs) It's on a video
5: game system
0: Point for me
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is it Electroplankton Did you guess that
5: um, it's not electric plankton. Electro-plankton. <laughs> <coughs> Is How about it another the game?
2: Yeah. A Steve game. I thought the burp was part of
4: the music
5: for a second. Steve, Steve game we've talked about within the last
0: couple weeks. Breath of the Wild,
4: Freeze.
5: Shantae,
0: Shovel Knight, Mutant
5: Muds. It's not a usual Steve game, either. So critters. no to those three. <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> oh! Oh! Mm. What is? What he
3: it? said. Um,
0: <coughs> can you give us? A, you can playing? you give me a hint or a new track? It's an eShop game, huh?
5: Nope. This one was a physical release.
2: Oh perfect.
5: Well, it may have been on the eShop, but it was I got it physical.
2: Um Is it Is this it uh, was published
5: by Hudson Soft. Oh and developed by Hudson Soft. No. Wonderboy? Wonderboy? No and no, it's a Wii game. single player puzzle platforming game
2: is this lost in shadow
0: it is
4: got
3: you. <laughs> <laughs> so now eugene and i are tied well you'll be tied I... if you take that bonus point i'm taking the bonus point <laughs> <laughs> so is it time for a tiebreaker then i don't give a crap yeah it is <laughs> All right, so can anybody okay. answer this, or is this just between the two of them? Breaking well, the teams, just, gentlemen. Breaking the teams. Let's just make it But uh, How
5: would we break it? <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, Lucas, whose team do you just want like to be we
1: on? we did last week. I'll take Mike, because he's...
2: Got oh, okay. I want Team Steve. I want to be on Team Steve. <laughs>
4: so no okay, so for Justin. Justin, I'll, we'll, Justin, All right, you're I'll take on. Justin. The, we'll do I'll the oldest
1: Infendo, in <laughs> like the longest-lasting Infendo's. With the not as long lasting offenders.
4: Actually, I think all we right, are so the we're all right. So we're lifesavers offenders. and you so guys are like juicy fruit.
5: Eugene and Justin versus Mike and Lucas. Right.
0: Put Splatoon down, Lucas. Oh, I need this, you on this one.
1: This is actually a really bad way to do the teams.
2: Get Space. Mass no. Effect. No. Mass Effect 2. No. Mass
5: Effect 3 Shut is the up. only one that came out. Of the Mighty uh, uh, Switch Forest uh, Now Am I close? What? Lucas? Now Now Meat Boy Bit Trip Now Now Kitchen. No. no. Chin- nope. Okay, can we stop
3: blurting out <laughs> random franchises and actually listen <laughs> to It
5: is Thumper
1: ha- Oh! <laughs> oh I <did> <laughs> I was going to say that me and Mike and Eugene and Justin on a team is a really bad idea because Eugene and Justin tend to play the same kind of games and me and Mike tend to play the same kind of games. But I spend a lot of time one-on-one with Steve, and I know what Steve does. (laughs) And the only reason
3: I know what Thumper is is because (laughs) of Eugene, so I'm mad at him now. Yeah,
5: I'm dumb. I should have gotten that one. I actually only threw that in as a tiebreaker. I wasn't going to play that one because I used it like 10 episodes ago, but...
4: You played, like,
2: logo. really, really mellow thumper music. Mm-hmm. Well, see, well, I yeah, figured you first... were gonna,
1: like, fake me out and pick Ghost Trick, so i look like a moron when I didn't guess it. So my <laughs> first guess had to be Ghost Trick, because you're feeling salty tonight.
5: No, this, I think this is one of the songs you get during a loading screen, if I remember right. Oh!
2: Uh,
4: mm-hmm.
2: Well, congratulations, Mike. You are Nintendo's winner. Um, look, you're going to have to hurry up and create yourself a paper craft belt before I you did. go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. Thumper doesn't do it for me, so I never would guess that one anyway.
4: What
0: about Slumper sure. or Bumper or Humper? Do they do it for you? Oh, oh God.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a little break here, and we're going to be right back with the question block.
0: Welcome back to Nintendo Radio. I have regained and rightfully took over the throne of Nintendo Champion. Um, I want it to be known now that every other Nintendo's after this and before this is invalid, and I win 2018's Nintendo Radio Nintendo's Championship. Um, if Justin could stop beeping himself, that'd be great.
4: <laughs>
0: I'm done. <dead. laughs> I was just deleting our <laughs> scores. There's no sure. record of your I'm not going to do what I want to do. I'm not going to do what I want to do. So <laughs> moving on to the next topic here, we have our question block, which you too can be a part of our question block if you um, go to our Patreon and give us $3. Uh, is that what it is? $3. Yes, yes. I got it right. Hit that question block for three dollars a month. You can ask us questions, questions such as Hax's question, and Hax wants you to all tell me, with the terribly sad news of my departure, tell me how amazing I am and give me your favorite (laughs) memory of Mike. Uh, that sounds. I mean, you could have waited till next week when I actually. Lucas, um,
3: we mean on the show only.
1: Oh. Oh God! Well, there goes like ninety percent of my material.
3: So, no, no, what's, what's your right favorite
0: memory of I'll you, say... Mike? <laughs>
4: right? My favorite, my favorite memory. Right in.
0: My favorite memory of me was uh, January 11th, 1993. It was around lunchtime. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm coming out into the world." And I popped out, and then the doctor had to get off lunch break <laughs> and cut my umbilical cord. And here I am. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, um, I- I'll start off, um, I- I'll, I'll never forget the very, very, I think it was literally the first episode that you were on, maybe the second episode that you were on, it was the birth of tunes and, like, the very first freaking song I played, yeah. Ninja Gaiden, like, for two yeah. fucking notes in, you're like, oh, fuck, I know this shit. Yeah, just, that was, that just was, was just my first
0: off. time on, it was me, you, Justin, and Chris, and, yeah. like, like, oh, here's my tunes, and you, like, you start playing off your phone, Ninja Gaiden 2, like, like the fucking shadow dagger i forget the fucking title now and i'm just like and you Two, a shadow dagger and you're like what the fuck and then like four <laughs> and, and then like four points later chris is like are you sure your date went well you fucking nerd and i'm like yes it
4: did <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah that element that was uh that that was what actually made it Made me realize that uh, Nintendo's could be a cool thing, and you know, like you helped to bring that a part of the show, so that was really awesome. So I definitely thank you for that. That was really cool.
5: Well, Well, I guess I'll go next. Don't
0: all pile Uh, in at once, guys.
5: (laughs) So, for me, my favorite Mike story is Mike reaching out on Twitter looking for somebody to do a Pokemon show with him, and I'm like, yeah, what the hell, I'll do it. (coughs) Because, I mean, without Mike, I wouldn't be here. So, you know, um, just him getting me on the show and, you know, being so patient with me as I learned what the fuck I'm doing, as you guys are all still doing. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah, none of us know what we're, we're doing. We're still yet. trying
2: to get you to get another Nintendo's win. Although you do have a few
3: under your belt. Yeah, like, a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm counting so on yeah. one hand. Um... I've got, uh, I guess I, I got, like, three of them, honestly. Um, uh, now sorry, my, my audio's <laughs> all screwed up. Uh, <laughs> I keep on getting lag with you guys, so I don't know when you're talking or not. I'm um, piggyback off of Steve's because editing the Pokemon episode was a great joy for me. I couldn't care less about Pokemon the way you guys do, but there was just so much passion. And, like, to hear Mike rattle off all this, like... Completely useless information, but in a very matter-of-fact way, like he always does. <laughs> that, you know, that was... That actually made it fun to edit. <laughs> Plus, he got a couple jabs <laughs> in at me that I put in the in the stinger at the end, so... <laughs> um, I also... I gotta go watch that now. My, my other two f- favorites... It's hard for me, because Mike and I have been doing this longer than, you know, you two guys have been, so... There's so much more for me to draw from, but the other two things that I thought of were um, when we were all playing Breath of the Wild together, and uh, how Mike was always like right there with the answer to whatever question I had or thing I was banging my head against the wall on, and the moment when Eugene finally decided he was going to stop bleeping. Mike and just make this an explicit <laughs> show. <laughs> God, I
2: forgot that I used to fucking put Pikachus over every F-word. That was a nightmare. We used to all censor
3: <laughs> ourselves for a while and then Mike joined and we're like, fuck it, let's just curse. <laughs> Gee, Mike, you wore uh, so many changes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, Lucas, you want to jump in there?
1: Alright, well, um... I reread the question multiple times, and despite Justin's tasteful joke, it does not say that my memory has to be from Infendo. So, No, I am but choosing, keep it clean. <laughs> I am choosing the first interaction I had with Mike, which I, I know I've told this story before on the show, but if you're a newer listener, maybe you haven't heard it yet. Um, Meverse was a thing. And we were playing the only game that existed at the time, which was, uh, Nintendo Land? I guess that's what it was called. Nintendo
0: Land, yep.
1: And, um, I had posted, like, my stats or something. And this guy that I didn't know comes out of nowhere (laughs) with his asshole comment, like, gee, you post your stats and you don't even have anything good on there. Way to go, Dude! And I was like, "Oh wow, that's funny. You're a funny person." And like, ever since then, we've been doing the thing. So I guess yeah. That see, would be my memory. It started most with calling.
5: Most people would take that as a "fuck you," and you're like, "Hey, he's kind of cool." I, well,
3: I my, my honest. This my is honest like a huge mystery like, of their friendship solved right here.
1: My honest thought was like. This guy's kind of being a dick, but maybe I can make something out of this. So let's try being friendly, and like it worked because you know we ended up doing stuff. And then he introduced me to Monster Hunter, and then he got me into online gaming. And then we played online games. And then Oh, I forgot that dude... about all the all
5: the is... late nights this... playing Monster Hunter.
1: Well, then he then this he is me like the girl who gets a crush who, um, on a the guy who's with, constantly was looking for her. graphics to do uh, his thing. And he hooked me up with that guy who paid me like 50 bucks to make a bunch of logos for Infendo Radio, which turned out to be Eugene, and then I ended up subbing on the show that, for an I'm episode, that guy. just, Mike went on a cruise, and now I'm here. So like it's been a it's been a trail. It's been a process. <laughs> So Very from what nice. I'm gather, or yeah, from, we-
0: from what I'm gathering out of all of this, is your favorite memories of me are all your first memories, and I've gone downhill ever since. <clears throat> Actually, my
1: favorite memories, my favorite memories of you are moments where I am able to make myself shine. <laughs> Actually, Mike, I have to say
5: the first time that we were playing Monster Hunter and you just randomly go to the bathroom and pee for 15
0: minutes, and I just oh, lost God. it. Steve that died. was a fun <laughs> night. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I uh, every now and then when I like I wake up in the morning, it's like four thirty, and I'm like pissing, and I'm like, man, I should just call Steve. Why isn't
4: Steve <laughs> Cause, like, is not Steve? Like,
0: because like there's one night he's like, Mike, I've never heard anyone pee as long as you do, and I'm like, it's
1: true. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> there's multiple just, ways to respond to
0: that. <laughs> just, just know that I urinate with you in mind.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Steve. Oh wow. Uh, note, speaking of things that are physical. Wanna
3: talk <laughs> <about laughs> the <another> thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh well my god
5: I don't know if I can come back from that one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, Thank e- you, Justin.
5: That helped me out a lot. Um, <clears throat> so Mike Corky Dog writes Physical games or digital? Which do you prefer on Switch? Um Easy. I've basically gone with digital games ever since the days of the PlayStation 4 and the uh, 3DS. So naturally, when the Switch came along, almost all of my games are digital. I think the only physical games I have are Legend of Zelda, because I wanted the Collector's Edition. Arms, because you guys all gave that to me. Bomberman, because it was on sale on Black Friday. And Mario and Rabbids, again, because I got it on sale. Mm. So... Beyond that, my entire collection is digital. I've already had to upgrade from a 64 gig to a one, to a 128 gig card. And if I wind up buying Bayonetta this week, which I might, I'm probably going to have to u- upgrade my memory card again, which is going to suck because the next step up is
2: really expensive. Why don't you just clean out your fridge like Reggie used to say, dog? Yeah.
5: Because I don't want to delete some of those games that I haven't beat yet. I'm but not you can <laughs> re-download them. B- download Bayonetta,
3: time. play it, then <sighs> delete it, and download the other game and play that. That's a
5: good point because I'll probably never play Bayonetta again after I beat it the first time. So that's probably a good point. You, do, you just re-download I mean, it.
2: He can delete Minecraft and finally start playing some other damn games. Oh,
5: that won't free up any space. That game's like 200 megs. <laughs> if he but...
1: deletes Minecraft, I'm going to be pissed because we have many plans for Nintendo plays-related things that are be well, sh- involved well,
3: Okay, but you can delete the game without deleting your game save. That's kind of no, the No, he the point
1: has here. to have it readily accessible. Well, yeah,
5: but then when I want to play the game, which is going to be on some random Thursday night... Then I have to re-download it, and then it takes three hours because our internet here in Utah sucks.
3: I would just like to say that I have 96.8 gigabytes remaining on my 128 gigabyte SD card.
1: All right, well, (laughs) I would like to to jump in here with a question followed by my answer to Corky Dog's question. How much data comes standard on the Switch? 32 32? get a,
3: could, yeah, could, could
2: one gestures. but, could but one minus like 10 that? or like five gigs for the operating system right
1: okay but what was yeah. the original answer because you both talked at once and I couldn't hear either of you
3: 32
4: <laughs>
1: 32. okay pretty sure so I I approximately have about a 150 used gigabytes of games on my switch digitally. I have about six games that I own physically. so for me I feel like the answer has to be digital. And, I mean, part of that is just because of the nature of the console. Like, the Switch is so heavy with, like, the indie games and stuff that don't exist for the most part on physical platforms. But, like, <clears throat> I don't know. Um, personally, I think the cartridges are really cool. Um, I love owning physical games. A great but, like, midnight snack. To see them all and be like, yeah, I want to <laughs> play that game this time but yeah. um i mean digital is just so much easier i don't have to go out to the store i don't have to get asked if i want to buy a protection for my game or if i want to buy the strategy guide or if i want to become a power-up pro member or if i want a target gift card a red card for my purchase i just go into the e-shop i download it i find you out shop on at the sale, wrong stores and that's my thing <laughs> Like, no, I even, I'm going to go I, jump
2: in here real quick and just say that I, I typically get physical. And there's a couple of reasons there. You can t- typically get better deals that way. Like, the, the you're not going to see very many. I mean, yeah, you're going to see sales and everything every once in a while. But not like on Nintendo games, you know. So, like, how I'll do it um, is, you know. And unfortunately, this is how it is. Uh, it doesn't really help the developers much, but I'll just you know go buy a used game copy of the game and wait for GameStop to do like a buy to get one for you you know like you know try and save a few bucks here and there. but um, and to top that off, it I have the two switch consoles you know, so then you can't Nintendo doesn't make it easy to play multiple um, copies of the same game that you have purchased digitally on multiple consoles. So
4: I,
1: I will say yeah, on I... that subject um, that I need to kind of get over my used game phobia. Because back when games were on discs, it was really annoying to buy a used game that already had a bunch of scratches on it and that I knew I was going to add extra scratches to, and that was the end of the game because I leave all my games out like a caveman. But now that they're (laughs) cartridges again, it's like, who cares? Well, and
3: and Blu-ray discs are practically unscratchable anyway. I mean, you really have to gouge at those things to do real damage to them. So Wii U games, PS3 games, current-gen games, they're all pretty safe from damage. Um... My answer to the question is actually a case to case, case by case basis. Um, I do a lot of digital because I like the convenience of it. But if I know that it's going to be a game that I'm going to play for a while and then not play for a while, or if it's something that I'm not sure it's something that I'm going to, you know, want to keep it, you know, I want to trade it in later on. Um, or like Eugene said, if you can get a good, if I can get a good deal on it, I'll get it physical. And luckily, my when I bought my the little adapter that lets me use a Wii U controller on my Switch, uh, when I bought that, it actually came with this uh, nifty little game case that holds four Switch oh, cool. games. So That's I nice. just keep this Rip. in my pouch, and I've got my whole collection with me. But yeah, like I've got it also works as a fidget spinner. <laughs> yeah, but like I've got like I got Mario Odyssey physical because I knew that I would play the living hell out of that game for about a month and then kind of fizzle out on it which is what happened but like Skyrim mm-hmm. I got it digitally because I know that's a game that I'm going to keep jumping back into and you know playing a little bit here a little bit there and or getting obsessed with it for a month or whatever so yeah Justin
0: it's... show me your show me your game case again I missed it I was looking at porn <laughs> What? <laughs> that might not be true. Show me the game case you have in your hand again. Oh. I did, I missed it. You lost him at porn.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, see, not, I thought I thought you had the same thing I did. I have the. Uh...
1: And it's funny, Justin, yeah, no. because once again, you and I have like the exact opposite opinion on something. Like the games that I do choose to buy physically are the games that I think are like the best games on the system that I want to own physically because I like want to see the box in my
3: room and
1: you know I. I just think it's cool to own those games. Like, you can buy the empty boxes.
3: You can buy the empty boxes.
1: <laughs> no, I want the whole thing. I want the experience of owning the <laughs> game, you know? But, like, um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I own Splatoon. I own Breath of the Wild. I own Mario Odyssey. All the games that I know are, like, yeah, this is a really important game that I want to, like, you know, be able to look at at a moment's glance and be like, yeah, I own that. Yeah, see, now, whereas when me, digitally... what, like, if
3: I see you guys are on playing Splatoon, I want to be able to just click on it on the menu and jump right into the game without having yeah. to. Pull my switch out of sure. the dock, pull the card out, switch it, out, and go through all that. I like the convenience of just being able to jump right into a game that I know I'm going to return to regularly. Mm-hmm. See, when I, when I own a what, game What's your opinion on this, Mike? A... Oh, sorry. It's okay, go ahead. We've been talking. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody say something. What?
0: What's Thank your opinion
2: you, on this topic here, Mike?
0: Oh, um, right now, I... Will... Two, four, six. I own seven console or uh, physical games. I Right now, I am a digital man, at least until March when <laughs> I fix the fucking club or my Nintendo shit because digital games give you the proper amount of coins and you get a shaft amount with the cards. So at least for now, I'm not buying any more games. Thank uh, you for
3: reminding me. I have to register uh, physically game in March.
0: Yeah, in March. Don't do it now. Don't be... Don't be dumb. That's what but uh, I was say. but uh, like, I enjoy buying games physically. But I also don't like getting off my ass and uh, fucking putting them in the Switch and everything. Yeah, because I own Bomberman, Splatoon, Monopoly, Dragon Ball, Mario Kart, One Two Switch, and oh god, I have like a world. Holy fuck, I forgot about that.
3: <laughs> but
0: uh. Like, the fortunate fortunate thing, like, these these are small-ass cases and shit, so, like, I don't have to worry about taking up too much real estate, but I do enjoy having the convenience of just pulling up Disc Jam and Minecraft and ARMS and stuff in Odyssey and being able to play them without getting off my ass. But, yeah, I'm I'm digital for now completely, but I will be physical again (laughs) when the money, or when the benefit comes back around for it.
2: Very nice. Cool. All right, Lucas. Why don't you read us Jay Z Beast's question?
1: Do I have to? Okay. <laughs> Jay Z Beast's question is actually really long, so um, let's cover it one at a time here. Um, the first part is. Sorry, Justin's word is like right in my face. Okay. Um, when you guys <laughs> move, when you guys move in our like note-taking thing, the name goes like right over the words, and I can't see them. Uh, With the rumors about Metroid Prime 4... Yeah, just like that, (laughs) It's okay, you're going to have to edit all this out, buddy. (laughs) With the rumors about Metroid Prime 4 having online multiplayer, what would you guys like to see in an online Metroid game? Co-op, competitive, horde modes, (laughs) etc. Honestly, like, Metroid is such a solitary experience for me that, like short of maybe co-op kind of like a metroid prime hunters thing but like with co-op instead of competitive i can't really think of a reason i'd even want it to have online multiplayer
2: i want online multiplayer because i actually really did like the the multiplayer from metroid prime 2 i know that's not maybe exactly what the question is but i i, I kind of liked that I, I thought it was pretty interesting it was different um, it was not like because at that time like you know it was competing with like ha- your halos of the world and everything like that and it was so much different than that so
5: two words battle royale <laughs>
4: that would be ooh fun. yeah a hundred Samus's jump out of a plane
0: in Prime Hunters on DS I enjoyed that uh, yeah, the levels I had in that
1: I will say I want like the hunters back like I liked that about Metroid Prime Hunters I like that you could be a bunch of different like aliens that like you know that was fun uh,
3: I'm I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of in the Metroid is a solo game camp on um, this one. Yeah, Take another game and make it competitive multiplayer shooter. Um, I like my Metroid to be solitary, creepy sort of thing.
1: Well, and as mm-hmm. much as I like that, and I agree with you because I think we're probably the two biggest Metroid fans here... Um. I wouldn't mind Hello. if it was just an extra... Well, I mean, me and Justin seem to talk about it a lot. I don't I really care about the
3: Prime it, but... games, though, so it's kind of...
1: Yeah, but anyway, case in Loot. point, um, I don't think it necessarily has to diverge from like the main game. Like, if the main game is just my True Prime 4, and then they throw in a really good, like, you know, multiplayer battle royale kind of game, like, that could be a lot of fun, and it wouldn't really yeah. take away from the main game, you know, it's just I a mean, side if, thing. I mm-hmm.
3: mean, if it's fun and people are playing it, I will, you know, I'll join in. But for the most part, like I get Metroid games for that Metroid experience that, you know, alien you're, you know, one woman against the world sort of sort of experience. Yeah. So, you know, I would be getting Metroid That kinda for that. ties if in there's icing on the cake that is multiplayer and people are playing it and it's good, I'll definitely join mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Wait. For sure. There's a second part to this question. But Eugene was um, just talking. kind of goes with the first
1: part here. <laughs> um, he says, "What do you guys think would be needed for the multiplayer aspect to compete with other potential online switch shooters like Call of Duty?" And then he goes on to add a footnote. Personally, something like Mass Effect Andromeda's multiplayer, which I'm hoping one of you can explain to me because I don't know what that is, would be perfect for me without the loot boxes. And I guess before the Mass Andromeda, Mass Effect Andromeda lecture where i learn all about this um honestly i feel like just nintendo making games is enough for them to compete with other people like splatoon is quote unquote a shooter but it's completely its own thing and i think it competes in Mm -hmm. the world of competitive gaming with You know, Nintendo makes a game, it's really weird and really different and really unique, and it competes. Like, I don't think it needs to do anything special, necessarily. It might not be received as, like, the ultimate, like, you know, this is the game that all the hardcore gamers are playing. But I think it would have its own following pretty easily.
3: Yeah, that's another thing, is I'm not a big online shooter fan. I don't even play Splatoon as a shooter. I'm a roller guy. Like, I can't can't aim worth (laughs) shit. I've never been good at shooters competitively, so... Um, I might play a few matches with, you know, you guys, but, um, yeah, that's not anything I would devote a lot of time to.
2: I think if, to answer the question, like, what does it need to do to compete with, like, your Call of Duties of the World and everything like that, um, kind of with Lucas there, but um, if it's going to be like your a di- typical like deathmatch type of thing then it's maybe just needs to do a little bit more than just exist like it needs to have you know like good matchmaking it has to good like have a good lobby system like if there's any kind of um gear that you have to switch up pre-match i would hate for it to be like splatoon where you have to where you can't do it like you know in the lobby or whatever you know so that, though yeah, yeah, that's true. Touch. There is an update for that. That's true. So they seem that's to
1: be true. learning from their mistakes, at least. If they could just get and, Mario Kart up to par, we'd be good.
3: But, yeah, and I think... Um, yeah, I mean, if they bring something interesting to the table, um, that would definitely mm-hmm. be worthwhile. I don't know what it would be. I think my favorite thing about Nintendo is when they do the thing that I didn't know I wanted them to do. But... Um, right. But, yeah, with with Metroid just being... a online competitive first person shooter wouldn't be you know it maybe cooperative like you guys were talking about. A cooperative like a horde experience. mode. That's
2: kinda of like what he was saying with Andromeda. Yeah. yeah.
3: Like maybe like some kind of horde or something. Yeah. Like give us give us um a switch version of what what was it, the Federation Force. You know, give give I would take people, that. Yeah, I mean Federation Force sold poorly because that's all it was, but if you put that as the bonus mode of an already hot-selling Metroid game that might actually get some traction.
2: Yeah, like maybe put that tack that onto Metroid Prime Four Hunters, uh, the Metroid Prime Four game. Right. Actually, that actually is not a bad idea. That I, I like that idea. There you go, well, Nintendo.
3: We just I sold know. more Metroid games for you.
2: <laughs> Very nice. All right. Why don't you take the next topic, Eugene? Oh, wait, that's that's me. <laughs> I'm Eugene. Um, yeah, I'll I'll read this next topic for minus. So he asks, with us now in the mid-end February, um, what do you believe there? Uh, th- wait, do you believe there is any hope left to, uh, for a follow-up for the Nintendo Direct from the mini one we had mid-January, or do you believe we um, will just sit and wait until E3? Um, I'm kind of thinking that the, um, that we're going to probably get maybe a little bit of something, but we probably won't get anything, like, big until, like, E3, and I'm thinking E3 time is going to be when we get, like... Honestly, I think I mean, I expect the prime announcement to be during E three. I think that like if that's g- gonna come at all, it's gonna be coming during E three, and they're either gonna say that okay, you can download it right now, or it's gonna be available here shortly, like in September or something like that. You know, like ready to kick off the on- the online multiplayer, or I'm sorry, the new on- online service that they're about to drop.
1: Mike and Justin, do you have anything you'd like to contribute?
3: <laughs> I feel uh, Mike like, already uh... made his contribution.
4: So.
0: <laughs> no. I was gonna say that I I've been someone's been saying that we're not gonna get another direct in January. Everyone thought we we're gonna get a big one, cause we got a mini one, and then we're gonna get someone soon before spring. And I'm like, I think we're just gonna wait till E3. I think maybe mid May, just for like, hey, here's some shit we don't wanna waste time with on E3, and I like, here's some small like indie stuff or whatever. But like, I think we're I think we're done until E3 on all the big news coming out. I'm I'm I gonna think. Be- like,
3: I'm going to disagree here because um, Nintendo's fiscal year um, ends at the end of March. and I have a feeling they're going to want to announce something to drum up lots of business either at the end of their fiscal year or at the beginning of the next fiscal year to get people excited, so I think we'll hear right. something...
0: Well, I mean, we already kind of got all that when they released all like the business and like the like the shit a
3: while ago, like the Mario Kart tour and the. Uh, right, but that's all or, like business announcements. Well, that's for like stocks and stuff like that. That helps them, but if they want people to go out and buy their products, they have to tell us about them. So I think. And, I, I think we'll hear something within the next month, month and a half, or and so. But. Yeah. Maybe. I think
5: the only the only kind of information we're going to get between now and then. I think we're gonna see some mini directs about Nintendo Labo, and I think we're gonna see a direct about Mario Kart um, Tour. But beyond that, I can't see any reason except for maybe a surprise, <laughs> unannounced game that would give them any reason to have a direct. By the way, directs Labo looks are focused. fucking
0: awesome lately. Like all the oh, if like they had a Labo garage and whatever, like they showed off some really dope ass shit.
3: Man. Yeah, I watched the uh, the little news thing on the on the switch the little extra video that they posted and i'm getting more and more excited about labo but well that's um,
5: just it that's why they'll do some sort of an announcement about that and i'm sure they'll do something about mario kart tour but beyond that unless they've got something you know tucked away that they haven't announced yet which is entirely probable i just don't think they've got enough to do another direct before e3 without taking away from e3 itself
1: i disagree i think that we're gonna get something else in a direct i don't think it's gonna be anything big it might not even be nintendo it might be like a third party thing but it'll be announced in a direct and i think we're gonna see something else whether it's like another port or something's coming because it's a kind of a long wait and i don't think nintendo wants to just sit on its tail and do nothing you know
2: sure Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I I think that they're definitely going to have something. Like, be it if it's like a 3DS Direct, you know, because they don't want to waste time at their E3 press conference about a bunch of 3DS games that they have in development. Or, you know, some minor things like they have, like, more ports that they have yet to announce or something like that. But uh, I I just think that we're going to probably get, like, our big stuff at E3, kind of like what we're all kind of thinking. I I know, Lucas, you're saying that there might be something bigger coming in between, but I don't know. I I just don't don't
4: know. I
1: don't know if it's going to be something big. I just think we're going to be getting something. You know, kind of like how we got, like, and I know we got Bayonetta announced earlier, but, like, I could see something like that. Like, oh, hey, Devil May Cry is coming to Switch in freaking April or something like that, you know? And, like, all of a sudden there's this new third-party release that we weren't expecting. And, you know, that's what the Direct is for.
2: Sure, sure. Cool. All right. Well, Justin, why don't you take our final question from Phantom?
3: All right. All right. This one apparently had to be mine because of the subject matter. Um, There have been rumors (laughs) that Disney is looking to give the rights to make Star Wars video games to someone other than EA. Thank God. Um, The names mentioned are Activision, obviously, and Ubisoft. Again, obviously. (laughs) Heaven forbid they go to someone other than the big three. Um, Who do you guys think would be the best place for a Star Wars license to go to? Um, and i'm just going to start activision <laughs> i i i mean i'm actually going to go with ubisoft because i think ubisoft is more willing to take risks than activision um they've especially lately they've been doing some pretty oddball stuff um and activision really tends to squander their licenses like every act every license that activision has gotten lately they've released like maybe one or two games that got mediocre reception and then just left it when was the last time we saw a James Bond game when like EA had the license and we got a new James Bond game every year or so and then Activision took over the license we got one two games and that was it so you know I think I think Ubisoft would really um, put more heart and soul into it And, uh, yeah, probably bring us something a little bit more original than here's, here's a Star Wars first person shooter running on the Call of Duty engine.
2: Cool. Well, I'm going to jump right in here and I'm going to say something maybe a little bit unconventional, but I'm going to say um, factor five. I want to see them jump back yeah. into oh. the series and give me another rogue squadron game or something like that. All right, I'm gonna, I, I I'm, know that they actually,
3: I'm going to interrupt you here. You're going because- to
2: interrupt me. I, I go ahead. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> well, because, because, Either of these publishers getting the getting the rights doesn't preclude Factor Five being hired as a developer. So, which all right? One well, I'm it, saying you're... Factor
2: Five is who I want to develop yeah. the goddamn <laughs>
3: games. That's what I want. All right, I'm with you and, on that And one. I want
2: them to play a. I, I want to play. I want to play another Rogue Squadron type game. I know that the, um, they actually had a. Um, I, I think it was an IGN interview that I listened to or something like that. Oh but God, anyway, that so they. Awesome. Um, <laughs> They actually had a Rogue Squadron game that was completed for the Wii, like, complete with, like, lightsaber combat and everything like that, but it got canceled. It was unreleased, and that was actually part of the reason why um, they ended up closing shop. They don't really make games any longer, but, uh, yeah, give it to Factor 5. Let's get Can, another Rogue Squadron. So, Can I jump
1: on the Eugene bandwagon? Yeah. Um, not Not with the <coughs> same company, but I never really got into Rogue Squadron. I got into Knights of the Old Republic, and I know that was EA, but the second <laughs> big developer for that was BioWare, and I would like mm. to see BioWare if I can't. You, I, I,
3: BioWare, uh, you Bi- stole my Bio- developer. BioWare and Pandemic <laughs> when I think bring of, back Battlefront. Yeah, Pandemic. The reason I said, Pandemic's but, out of business too, though.
1: The reason I said Activision is just because when I think of Star Wars, I think of games that came out during like the GameCube era. And when I think sure. of games that came out during the GameCube era, I think of Activision. And when I think of Ubisoft, I think of a company that's really busy and doesn't really know how to use their own IPs very well right now. But, that <laughs> being besides the point, if I can go outside, I want BioWare. Because they except, do good stuff, and they make good RPGs. Except and I want 3. Really except BioWare
3: bad. is owned by EA, and okay. EA is so already losing micro the license.
1: micro-subsidize. <laughs> I don't know. I want... I want the only thing that would get me to play a Star Wars game, I think, short of some, like, really horrible, like, I'm Han Solo DDR game, would be freaking Knights of the Old Republic 3. Because that was, like, the one star, well, I like Rogue Squadron too, but Knights of the Old Republic, that was, like, my jam. So, that's what I want. Awesome. Or, See, or, fr- or,
4: sorry, Steve, you're <laughs> fine.
1: Or, who, who did Skyrim? Who was Bethesda. It? bethesda give it to bethesda and give me like a mass effect slash give me like a mass effect slash skyrim style knights of the old republic 3 that's like more open world kind of stuff i even take that i just want some star wars rpg because like that's that's how i do
5: Okay, so here's the deal. I was going to say Bioware <laughs> because my first thought was Sonic Chronicles: The Dark Brotherhood told an amazing story, Jesus and I want a really good story. <laughs> I know Eugene. I'm sorry, I but not. I want a really good story out of my Star Wars games, right?
2: We <laughs> almost made it a whole however, fucking
5: show without Sonic. However, Ta-dee. then Lucas said, um, "God, who was it? Bethesda." Bethesda. I I want a Skyrim-style Star Wars game. Yes. That is it. I want a Skyrim-styled Star Wars game. Be really Open world, do me. what you okay. want. Y- you can be a bounty hunter, you can be a Jedi, you can be a Sith. Um, I know there's a class in there I'm
3: missing, but I can't think of it. That's what I want. I think, I think you guys are kind of missing the... the. Oh, we lost uh, Lucas's visuals again. <laughs> okay, um, That's okay. going! Okay. <laughs> Well,
5: you it's the best I'm, place for a Star Wars license I'm, to go I'm to. I'm distracted. I'm waiting what, for the big reveal. What's wrong with the best place just, for a Star Wars license to go to with uh, Bethesda?
3: Well, no, I'm just is Bethesda. I, the the. Um. All right, I kind of lost my train of thought here. Um, I mean, we're we're kind of confusing the difference between like um publishers and developers here. Because yeah, you know, like you said, Bioware would you know it'd be great to get another Knights of the Old Republic game. Not that I ever cared about those games anyway, but I know they were really popular. Oh, Christ. Um, but uh, yeah. This then then you're looking at EA keeping the license, and that's what we're trying to get out of. Um.
2: Yeah, Mike,
3: where would you like to see the license yes, go to? Please distract me from from what's uh. happening here. <laughs>
0: I, I want um, well I said I want Pandemic and Bioware and Factor. Uh, I want I really want back to how it used to be. Factor Five, Pandemic, Bioware, Activision. Um, fucking.
4: Uh,
0: I want like nineteen nineties Rare to try a Star Wars game. I don't. Know, I was I think just, just be thinking
3: that exact same thing. Ooh.
0: But uh, what I really want, what I really want, and no one can deny that it would be a great game. I want. Uh, Mad Dog and Saber Interactive to make uh, Star Wars playgrounds, and have a fucking, fucking broken ass Switch launch, and have no DLC planned for
4: it.
1: <laughs> Has to take up at least twenty gigs, though. Oh, absolutely, and I ha-
0: and, and I have really awkwardly positioned and like designed players with gigantic heads and horrible graphics for them, and have Luke Skywalker's head be gigantic and like awkward and really. Time frame and shit, you know, perfect,
3: perfect game, ten out of ten. So, all right, so Phantom <laughs> has has uh, pointed out that Bethesda is their own publisher, so <coughs> that that is definitely on the table.
4: Very <laughs> <Okay>, nice. <laughs> that
1: was me blowing my tongue at Justin. By the way, for those of you who are listening.
2: all right well that concludes the question block um if you'd like to contribute to the question block you can too by going to patreon.com slash infendo radio All right. Well, I guess that takes us into our final um, segment, which is the change the system. Um, I'm going to start on this one um, because I haven't really been playing a lot of games, but I did play one game I wanted to talk about. And that one was, um, I, I did get to play some just Puyo Puyo Tetris. I, I haven't played that game in a long time, but we put, we ended up playing that. Um, <laughs> I, what we, I think we were just like laying in bed one night. We just decided to play Tetris and yeah, it's still fun. Still Tetris, still not that great at it, but, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing, so... She, why don't she, one of y'all take it on away into what you guys have been playing? Looking at um, you Not hit all hits. at once, though. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was going to go last, but since nobody else is talking, um, well, I, uh, played a little bit of, uh, Splatoon uh-huh. with, with, uh, you guys and our listeners uh-huh. and stuff like that. Uh, played a little bit of pre, uh, Pre Splatfest to get my uh, shirt leveled up, and then played maybe about a half hour Splatfest before I, you know, started to fall asleep. But uh, and you were on the right team, good man, good man.
4: <laughs>
3: yes, well, <laughs> um, like like this, like they said, uh, somebody somebody in the uh, lobby said, um, "Love didn't buy you your switch." Yes, it did. <laughs> you guys <laughs> yeah. love me so much that, was that a you great bought tweet. me a Switch. <laughs> um, that was
2: a great tweet, by the way.
3: <laughs> um, but uh, let's see. I uh picked up Golf Story while it was on sale because I loved me some Game Boy Color Mario Golf, and this looked like it was good scratch on you.
0: The... Good job. It... That game is good.
3: Yeah, um, I haven't actually delved into the story, but I played like one round of of the golf, and the mechanics on are pretty solid. I got a hole in one on my first game. I also got a like plus huh. seven uh, somewhere in my first game too. So, um, but yeah, Justin, get,
0: s- Justin gets a hole in one and wins the game. Yeah, the gameplay is great. Perfect.
4: Well, I'm not. <laughs> I'm,
3: just, I'm not re- not reviewing the the. Game right now, I've only put in like about a half hour, but I can I can definitely see myself enjoying this in small chunks. I obviously played a little bit of Skyrim. Um, I picked up, it, funny that we were actually talking about this earlier, I picked up Pokemon Tournament DX. Um, I have not played it yet, um, but I had some money in my uh, GameStop uh, membership points. And so I cashed some of those in and traded in my Wii U version. So I'll have something to talk about with that next week. Uh, the game that I nice. do want to talk about is actually a uh, review review code that uh, was provided to me by. Um, I, I regret to inform you that I've forgotten the developer's name. I'll look that up while I'm talking about it. But it's, it's for uh, a 3DS game
4: developers. <laughs>
3: For a 3DS game <laughs> called uh, 80s Overdrive. And uh, this game came to my attention. Um, I was checking the eShop and uh, saw the, uh, the video for it. And really, it's like a throwback to those uh, 80s scrolling um, racing games like OutRun and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And it has this awesome, like, techno soundtrack and very, like, the neon visuals that you expect from, like, an old eighties commercial. Um, so uh, I started playing that, and uh, my first impressions. I've only done a few races on it so far. Once again, I'll have more to talk about next week. But uh, my my first impressions were, it's hard. But then I realized that. It's not the type of game, like OutRun, where you pick it up and you play, like, a race here, race there, and that's the end of it. It's actually like a career. So you start out with, you know, like, I think it's $2,000, you gotta buy a car. And maybe trick Mm -hmm. it out if you can. And then you do a couple races, if you win, you obviously earn money and you work your way up. So it's definitely gonna be a long... And it's going to have a longer tail on it than I expected it to have. And uh, every time I play it, I get a little bit better. The game gets a little bit better. The soundtrack is awesome. Because, again, it's that kind of like synthy 80s techno. Um, whoop. Here's a little bit of.
2: Oh. The remix. Yeah. The fucking dubstep <laughs> remix. <laughs> so uh
3: thus far thus far I'm enjoying it. Um again haven't put enough time into it to give it a full review, but uh I'm definitely going to uh keep up with it and have more to say. Oh, and it is stereoscopic for those of you who care about nice. that. It does have See? a stereoscopic I do with, care uh, about things that. things coming <clears throat> coming at you sort of effect. Not quite as intense as Outruns was, but uh Good enough that it really that it does take advantage of the hardware. So I'll have more to talk sure. about with that next week. But thus far, I'm enjoying that. And uh, yeah, who's next? Well, why don't I can, we oh, um, let de-
2: Justin finish?
3: Yeah, sorry, I wanted to get the get the developer in there. I'm sorry. Um, insane code is the name of the developer who uh, provided the review code for me so thank you to you for that and i look forward to uh continuing to enjoy your game
2: very nice very nice cool uh steve sounds like you were about to pop yep. in so why don't you lead us into our next one
3: so um
5: i also played Splatfest with everybody i played a lot of splatoon this week Um, decided... So I went into GameStop this week to go pre-order a deck of Legend of Zelda Uno cards, which still have not come in for some reason. Um, But (sighs) while I was there, I made the impulse decision to buy my wife a Switch and the pink and green Joy-Cons and a copy of Splatoon 2. So, her and I have been playing a lot of Splatoon this week. We got her shirt leveled up for Splatfest. We played through Splatfest. Of course, we both chose Team Love, the right team. Um and then once we finished up with Splatfest I helped her get through the introduction to Salmon Run and then Lucas who, remind me who was it Meu and Hax and her that played last night Or was uh, it you, and, and Phantom played, and her well,
1: I know Hacks was there but honestly I played Salmon Run with like anybody right. who was in our multiplayer chat Well anyway it was kind of it was up. either
5: Hacks or Phantom um I know we played with both of them this weekend we had a really good sense. time <laughs> what oh yeah <laughs> i
1: played with i played with a nixus rare as that is so like you know, yeah I was...
5: so but we're having a really good time with that um she seems I was gonna to enjoying say, her so switch
2: I, I, I was gonna ask we, we kind of had a, a brief chat about this i think in a, like a private chat or somewhere i don't remember uh-huh. but like it sounds like she doesn't like the motion controls right
5: no um she tried with the motion <laughs> controls for the first little bit and then I was trying to figure out how to turn them off, and so we texted Lucas, and Lucas didn't answer us in time. Or no, Lucas was away from his Switch, or it was charging up, or something. So we her and I were going through the menus, and then she was the one that saw how to turn it off. So, but she's much better now that motion controls are off. So,
2: yeah, Heather's yeah, the so same way. She hates motion controls on on Splatoon.
5: They're just not for everybody, and especially if you're not used to motion controls. Like I think right. the three of us are a little more used to it mainly because we played games like Zelda that have used them before to, you know, aim the bow and arrow and stuff. So we're used to holding a controller and moving slightly, but still moving the buttons on the controller and everything. So, but, you know, um, Justina hasn't played much since, uh, you know, the 3DS days, and even with that, she's never really played a game that uses motion controls quite the way Splatoon does. So I can see how she'd be a little more comfortable with it that way. Um, And then... Earlier this week, I received a code, and of course, I don't have my Switch on me, so I can't get the developer's name off of it. Oh, I have my phone, though. Um, I received <laughs> a, co- a code for a game called Wanderjar, Try Again or Walk Away is the full name of the game. And I don't have the developer's name, sorry. Um, but what it is, is it's an... Oh, how do I describe it? It's kind of like tower defense meets action RPG. Um, so traditionally in the tower defense games, you lay your ca- your towers down, and you've got hordes of enemies that come at you, and your towers are just supposed to do their thing, and hopefully you've set up defenses to where, you know, you can take out all the enemies. I'm going to keep talking, because this is the game I really wanted to talk about this week. Um, the publisher um, is
3: CoreCell Technology, by the way.
5: Thank you. Cool. Um, so yeah, so they sent me a code for this game. I've been really enjoying it. Um, you play through these levels, your party just does what it does. The only thing you have any control over, you can swap your characters out, and you can heal your characters up or use items on characters. You can have four characters on the field at a time, but you don't control any of the actions, they act of their own accord. They just act based sure. on what they are. So you've got like your medics, you've got your melee attackers, you've got your, uh, you know, your magic casting characters, your thief. Um, but the goal is basically. This to get...
2: almost sounds like like sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 you're it, fine. It, 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 that uh, God, it's, what the hell is it called? It's like that. It's something Kingdom on the Switch. Um, not Dokupon Kingdom, but uh... anyways, go ahead and finish your thought. I'll think of it.
5: But yeah, so. I was taken by surprise. I looked at the screenshots for the game and everything, and I was like, "Uh, you know, it just kind of looks like a phone game. Um, The gameplay is really, really good. Um, The music is really good. It's got bright, colorful visuals. It looks like a 16-bit game. Um, After emailing back and forth with the developer a little bit, they have uh, let me know that, you know, it took one person four years to make this game. Um, you know, lots and lots of respect for these guys. I have hit a Mm -hmm. wall though right now, um, they do level cap you, so in World 1, you've got a level cap of 6, in World 2, you've got a level cap of 12. So, all of my characters are maxed out, and I've tried for about three or three and a half hours, and I still cannot beat this second boss. So, hopefully, um, you know, I can get through that boss, if not, I'm not sure I'm gonna be able to finish the game. Um, so other than the level cap my only other grief about the game is you cannot use the pro controller so Mm. I haven't actually tried it in docked mode to see if you can play the game in docked mode you can play it with touch controls but it's not required so I was a little surprised that you can't use the pro controller with it but other than that it's a really really good game Awesome, awesome and that's everything I've been playing this week
2: cool well, Mike, why don't you take us away into what you've been playing this week.
0: Oh, he's alive. Hi. I was half awake. I have been playing... What have I played
4: this week? Fuck.
0: Uh, <laughs> instead of playing Pokemon Ultra Sun again, like today, cause I wanted to get up with <coughs> somebody who was in the hospital is, uh playing Pokemon. Uh, not a lot of that. Not a lot to update on. <coughs> Somebody's coughing very feminine-like in the background. It's distracting. Sorry um, about that. <laughs> yeah, we all know Justin coughs in a feminine manner. But, uh... I've been playing a little bit of uh, Disc Jam. That has been my kick today. I'm getting better. Uh... I haven't played much else. I've been busy with school and shit. A little bit of Monster Hunter stories. Uh...
1: Little bit of Dragon
4: Ball.
1: <coughs> mm. Oh, that's a good one. I like Dragon Ball.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Pretty sure that asshole's a super saiyan.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah,
0: the final boss of Ugandan Knuckles is really hard in that game. He just fucking spits on you everywhere. I believe
3: that's also known <laughs> yeah. as Dragon Ball, the Hebrew edition. <laughs> oh,
1: God. And suddenly it's anti-Semitic. All right. <laughs> Jesus but, uh,
3: <laughs> No, I played some 1-2
0: Switch last night, actually, with my girlfriend because she wanted to play uh, the dance game before we did our workout. And I usually win, but she beat me. Uh, all but... Once I won one time She me four times Did the wizard game And I beat her I didn't tell her how to play And then she started playing Cryptid <laughs> Necrodancer And didn't know what the hell She was doing I was walking my dog And she's playing a Necrodancer all of a sudden I come back And she's dying everywhere I'm like ah, right, cool you can die and then she starts Walking around Not reading anything Like I don't know What I'm doing Every time I go somewhere tell me to pick a character I'm like Well get the fuck out of The character selection screen <laughs> And then she walks into the um, area where you can reset all the purchases you've made. And she does that, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm just walking around. I'm like, you're... I, I put diamonds into that shit. <laughs> so, uh, that was fun. But it wasn't a big deal, I really don't care that much. It's just a fun game to play every now and then when I have the volume on. <laughs> and that's basically it. I haven't done shit, game-wise. I'm not, big in,
2: not building
0: the Great Wall of Mike's? Oh, the wall's built. The wall's been built for a week now. I'm just waiting for a good time and someone actually spend time with me and build a castle.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Lucas, why don't you take us away then? What the heck have you been playing this week?
1: What, what the heck haven't I been playing this week? It has been a boring week for Lucas. Um, I've been playing Rocket League a little bit by myself, because Rocket League's a fun game, even when you're playing by yourself. Um, Against my better judgment, I heeded Steve's call for people to play Splatfest with the other night, and I did that. I know you've heard about that like 50 times already, but yeah, I Splatfested (laughs) Team Love. Woo, good thing. Team Love beat Team Money. Maybe there's some hope for this crazy, crazy world. (laughs) Um, Other than that, I, I did also kind of mention... I played with a bunch of our listeners, mostly in Salmon Run. Um, I played with Phantom. I played with Hax. I played with Onyxis. um I'm trying to remember if there was anyone else. I played with, no, I thought I played with Hax's wife, but I don't think she was actually in it. I do know, however, that I played with one Mrs. J-Babe, who is Mr. Steven, my friendly <laughs> co-host's wife, and I had a blast playing Splatoon with her. Uh, I don't usually get to play video games with girls, so it was really fun. Yeah, it was a very um, rare occasion. <laughs> it actually, like, like real talk for a second before I get into my main stuff here, it actually brought back some good memories, because when I was in college, most of my friends were girls, and they could not game. Like, they sucked at video games. But we had <laughs> games that we played together. We always played New Super Mario Bros. We liked to play Mario Kart, Mario Party, and for some reason, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Those were, like, our go-to games. So it brought back good memories. Because, I don't know, gaming with girls is different. Especially, like, the stereotype, like, non-gamer girl. You know, where they just, like, they don't know what they're doing, but they're having fun anyway. Like, it's nice. Sometimes it's nice to just be playing with people who, like, enjoy the game. Instead of, like, hardcore (coughs) male or female gamers who are, like, you know, crazy into it. But she started kicking butt. I was proud. I think there's a future for Mrs. Gentis in the world. Yeah, she'll, she'll
5: do very well in
1: Splatoon. I can't wait to see what weapon she latches on to, because that's like choosing yeah, your wand in Harry Potter. Same um, here. The wand but chooses But I also you. want to say, the wand, okay, fine. <laughs> but, okay, um, you can't wait to
5: see what weapon chooses her
1: then. But I do want to say, I, um, actually, there's two games I really want to talk about, but the first one is Bayonetta. And I wasn't going to get Bayonetta. And I have a friend who I'm not going to call out on the show, and none of you will either, even though you probably know who it is because I don't want him or her to, like, feel like we're calling them out if they don't want anybody to know that they got me a game. But they got me a game, and they're a really good friend. And shut up. (laughs) And I really appreciate it because it's Bayonetta, and I really like Bayonetta. And now I can buy Bayonetta 2 for, like, half off on the eShop if I ever want to. And I probably will at some point when I have a little more money. But um, I've been replaying that. I'm on, like, Chapter 5 right now. And I forgot how hard it was the first time around when you don't have all your equipment. But it's still a really fun game, and I'm happy I'm getting to replay it on my favorite. How many times
2: ever. have you played
1: that? Eh, two or three. I never played enough to get like all the unlockables, so I'm hoping this will be the time when I, since it's a Switch and it's like a real. I was gonna say system, yeah. I'm hoping that I can just that. like really grind it out and really like go for good scores, and because I never really, really got to do it that before. Grind it out with
3: Bayonetta.
1: Yeah, it works because okay. Bayonetta is that kind of game. Um, But I was also, thanks to another very good friend, who doesn't have to remain nameless, able to play M&M Kart Racing and M&M Beach Party. And not only did I play it, I did a video on it for Infendo Plays, which you should totally go check out our YouTube channel. Shameless plug. So that was a thing. And I won't, I won't spoil for you my experiences with that. I'll let you actually experience it yourself. But it was actually a lot of fun. I had fun playing them. I had fun making the video. So, yeah, do that. And if anybody else can think of any other, like, weird games from, like, the Wii era, I guess, that, like, would be fun to watch videos like that of, let me know. Because I had fun doing that. And it's something that I can totally do by myself. I want
2: to I, oh, my, I want to do Fortune Street if we're doing oh, Wii I'll games. Oh, play, I'll
1: play Fortune Street with you, dude. But, well, like, I, need to I figure mean, out how to get it online, though. Right. Well, we also need the we also need the logistics here because, let's be real, it's a lot easier to say we want to play a game together yeah. than it is to actually play a game together. Like, <laughs> half of us are only free one night a week, and the other half of us are only free at nights. And, like, but I want to. I want to make it happen, so, like, let's get working on it.
5: Now, there's a mm-hmm. port we could use on the Switch.
1: I would Fortune love it. Street. Oh uh, god! I, yeah. I, I said this to Eugene when we were playing Mario Party. But if you make a board game video game, I will play the crap out of it. Well, yeah. Oh so, yeah. Look at Monopoly. We had me. fun with that one. And I guess I've kind of also been playing the <coughs> test demo that I've been working on to try to get online gaming to work. I haven't quite figured it out yet, but I'm gonna get it. I'm going to get it. So eventually I'll be able to figure out how to connect me and Steve or me and Mike or me and Eugene or me and Justin in the interest of equality to a game together that I can actually program. And then the hell can begin learning about limitations and how to get everything where it needs to be so the game runs right. But I want to do that because that would be fun for me. And then I could make games that we could play together instead of just finding them. But right. that's a project for another day.
2: Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the change the system section. Um, but before we go, we want to definitely make sure to um, give a big shout out to the person who's bringing this show to you tonight, our executive producer, Hacks, Hacks Life. He is um, our executive producer again for the month of February. So much love to you, buddy. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.
3: I'm You're amazing hack for those of you
1: listening at home. <laughs> we <do love> you. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. we love you. So don't even sweat it, dog. Hi. <laughs> very nice, very nice.
2: Alright, well we are going to end the show. Um, but it was a good one. I'm I'm still making it. We we're here over here in Colorado. I didn't drop my Wi Fi. I was really worried about that. So we made it this far, guys. So here we are. Oh. Um our all right, but uh, before we get out of here, I just wanted to plug a few things. Um, make sure that you go and check out our Patreon page where we have a um, really cool amiibo contest for the month. All you have to do is kick us a buck for the month, and it will be um, you'll be entered for a chance to win three amiibos. So that's going to be patreon.com slash radio. All right, uh, Mike, where can we find you this week on the internet?
0: You can't. You literally can't.
2: Okay, perfect. Uh, Steve, where can we find you on this week on the internet?
0: <clears throat> um, you can
5: find me at gentiswan on Twitter. Uh, Lucas and I are planning an Infendo plays where I will actually be a part of it, not talking halfway to myself. <coughs> um, so that'll be a good time. And you can check out my YouTube channel, which is on my pin tweet. I will probably be streaming some Crash on there pretty <coughs> soon. Ooh.
2: Crash it. Oh, I'm from the PlayStation. Okay. From the I
5: PS4. Like, yeah. is <laughs> I know a Nintendo podcast. Right? Crash <laughs> might be coming to Switch, bitches. <laughs> Wait,
3: did, didn't Crash like kidnap somebody from Nintendo in some video years ago? That a... Yeah, it was like we don't, a
2: VHS. They yeah, were outside
5: we don't, of the
3: we Nintendo. We don't talk about thing. that guy around huh. here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, well, uh, where can we find you this week, uh, Justin?
3: Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at InfendoJustin, which, of all my Twitter handles, is one of the ones I'm using the most, because I'm just trying to avoid current events as much as possible. Uh, (sighs) uh, Those of you who do follow me on Facebook understand why. Um, (laughs) I'm not even gonna bother plug my disney page right now because i'm so burnt out from the trip and everybody in the house being sick that i haven't even uploaded any of my photos written any of my blogs or anything like that so i don't know look up utilidork if you want to but you're not gonna find anything worthwhile we'll talk more about that later
2: (laughs) fair enough all right lucas where can we find you this week
1: um well if you haven't heard it enough already go on our youtube and watch infendo plays because that's become like my baby and i want Mm -hmm. you to watch it watch them all they're great um and i want to make more so that's the thing um if you're not into let's plays and you just want to stalk me you can follow me on let's go with patreon uh, patreon.com slash shoeadventure, which is where I post updates on my game. I haven't posted anything in a while. That's because <laughs> I've been a little busy, but, like, this next 12 days is gonna be, like, kicking my butt into overdrive to, like, work my butt off on this game. So I'm hoping that my other job will stay as liberal and free as it's been and I'll only go in like one day a week so I can really spam out content because I'm starting to feel the inspiration. I was talking to a friend the other day and he was talking about what he likes in video games and I was like, that's what I need in my game. So like, (laughs) that's the goal now. Quality content, folks. Um, Short of that, I guess my regular Twitter is Mike underscore DA underscore parent um my like fancy game design twitter that also hasn't seen any action for the same reason as the patreon is (laughs) lucas peace underscore which i might have to change at some point i'm using that because if i ever actually get something out there i don't want to make like a stupid fake team name because that doesn't make any sense and i'm thinking just using my first and middle name sounds you know nice which is why I'm going with Lucas Peace. But like I don't know if I could find like a maybe like at Hugh Adventure something that doesn't seem campy I'll go with that. But anyway, you don't want to hear all about this. You just want to follow me on Twitter and Patreon and YouTube. <laughs> but, Do what's
5: that ru- and be but what's my wrong but what's wrong with Team Lucas?
2: <laughs> Shoot. I'm Team Jacob so, you know. Um, anyways, um, we are going to get out of here, but not until you follow my ass on Twitter because you can follow me at Infendo Eugene. You can follow everything that Infendo is doing at Infendo on Twitter. And you can also um, read up on all the articles that are going up. We actually have a bunch this week uh, from some listeners. Um, uh, speaking of hacks, he actually had an article go up this week about Celeste. So that was really cool to see. We had our um, good buddy Mustard Brown Cow China something, whatever the hell his name is. He's wrote up an article, an article as well. So like, there's a bunch of good stuff going up there. Go check it out. All right, guys, um, it's been a week. We are going to get out of here. Until next time, catch you later. Peace.
4: Bye-bye.